Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome to the Roost Teeth Podcast. Welcome Hi. to the podcast. This Welcome week, to this podcast. Brought to you by Lynda.com and Trunk Club. What's up, Linda? Where are my sponsors at? There they are. How you doing? That one and that one above Bernie. Do you All do right. your Trunk Club stuff? Did you get your stuff? We'll talk about it. All right. Good we'll, fair we'll play. talk about it in a bit. All right. Uh, anyone, ev- anyway, anyone. Anyway, everyone, welcome to the podcast. This is Gus. Gavin. Barbara. Why did Gavin come over the speakers? I always <laughs> do every week. It's like, oh. This is Bernie. And Gus. Hey, let me see the bottle cap so, opener. Yeah, someone, uh, someone sent us these bottle openers. Um, the, 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 the box didn't come with we should get a name. A- it just said, like it came with a note that said, love the RT podcast. Thought you would like these bottle and openers. Whoever you are, you were 100% correct. And sorry about that because sometimes when you buy stuff from other places, they're just kind of dickheads and they don't put the gift messages right on there. Fairly certain we do. But. Yeah. So here's the way it works. See this bottle? Here's what I'm going to describe it to the audience so he doesn't have a video. So I have a bottle, and then there's this thing that looks like a sleeve that goes over the top of it, and you just press it down like a stamp. Yeah, it's like you're jacking the bottle off, and then beer comes out. Oh, you cut away. Cut away. <laughs> away, like right as I did it. Anyway, that's how it works. Look, give it back. I'm just, Excellent job, an amazing <laughs> demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why all these bottles are open right here. Get a close up on this. So I described it for those of you who don't have video on your podcast, or those of you who are watching this particular video podcast. Okay. Wait. He's going to do it again. Just, don't cut away. You're wasting so much don't beer. We're not don't wasting this beer. We're going to drink the beer. You can't all see right. it there. Can't see the beer. Eventually. There uh, there. Okay. Okay, These are all twist this, one, this is confusing. Put that away. Here Gavin has had so much fun with this. You missed one. You missed two. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Works like a charm every I time. I can't wait till we have to take Gavin to the I hospital. I get overexcited, but it's really fun to So how many of those are you going to drink tonight? Well, you, I think now. you opened every beer and Yeah, you're not box. obligated to get totally hammered at this point. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Which yeah. one's mine? So um, it's called the Decapitator. Aha. Uh-huh. Barbara, that's like tailor-made for you. Come on. Mm-hmm. No, that's... Decapitator? Is yeah. that like <clears throat> emphasized? Oh, just... The best puns no. are the subtle puns. You, you thought that was subtle? It. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not really a pun, though, is it? If it's, the, if it's just the word. It's not funny. It's still a play on words because it has the word it. No, because decapitation is to take a human head off. Yeah. I don't think you can decapitate like, anything else. I mean, you are taking the top off. You can decapitate well, yeah, it was. It, it just doesn't have a head. Yeah, but you would not... Would you, can you decapitate a statue? Yeah. yeah. Is that decapitated? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I guess oh, you're right. You decapitate Puns are in a weird gray but area. That's why they're not funny. Bottles don't have heads. You cannot decapitate a bottle. Unless but you, can you decap them. decapitate it. Decap. Decap it. Decapitate it. Decapitate it. Decapitate it. Yeah, this is confusing. <laughs> Um, but that's decapper. awesome. I, I love it. Yeah, so, whoever sent those in, thank you very much. Sorry. You know us. Decapitator.com yeah. or whatever it is. Did didn't the guy put your work name on the slip. For yeah. the company or is it I don't just... Know. I, I don't know. I ordered some flowers the other day and they didn't fucking show up too. I, I, gotta, I gotta talk to somebody about that. Gavin... For uh, a lady? I just ordered... Or just for yourself. Secret Mar- uh, yeah, I ordered myself flowers. Gavin just, enjoyed the uh, bottle opener so much he's already claimed when he said he's taking it home. Yeah, I'm t- this one is now mine. The problem is, give it to fucking home. Jeff. You're going to buy beer just to open it. You're just yeah. waste so much money I on don't beer even, you're not going to drink. I don't even drink beer at home. <laughs> but I'll be the life of the party when I have one. You don't drink beer at home? Do you drink at home at all? Uh-uh. You, you don't, right? You, I never drink at home. Well, I went from... Well, I guess we do have some... Uh, Ashley, just correct me. We do have beer at home sometimes. Been called out. You, like, you, you have a, had beer. She's you, a terrible influence. You... Do you still do these shitty things with beer? I mm. went to your house once... You had a party, <laughs> and the, you, you <laughs> said, can hear you because um, <laughs> you said there's beer in the ice chest. You can have a beer out of the ice chest. Yeah. Sweet. I walk out back to the ice chest, open it up. It's like a Dos Equis. I take the top off, and I, I'm putting it to my mouth to take a drink. And I wait a minute. Something's weird about this beer. And I look at it. It had been in the ice chest so long. 
the cap had formed a rust ring all around the lip of the oh, glass bottle. Oh, you leave bottle. old beer in your chest. Yeah. How old does it have to be for it to form a rust ring? <laughs> Not very long, Barb. It was. Uh... I think you told me it had been in that ice chest a year and a half. No, that's a really long time. But maybe. Right. Jack maybe. did the same thing. We went. We floated the river with Jack once, and he he brought some beer. Why would you do that? What do you mean? <laughs> just the way you said that, I just imagined all of you floating down the river on Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know why I, so I, had, I had the left leg and I'm floating down the river. Anyway, I took a swig of this beer and I was like, ugh. And he was like, oh yeah, I bought this beer for New Year's Eve in like 2009. I was like, what? Does he Man. not think it ever expires or goes bad? It, it was disgusting. It was really, it was like two and a half year old beer that he what? brought to the river for everyone to drink. One of my prized possessions is that I have a really awesome ice chest. You do. I have, it's really cool. It's it like, looks like a it's barrel. It's fun to open. It's like, yeah, Rrr. it's like a barrel that's like cut in half, and it's really cool. Uh, but I leave beer from parties in that thing. There's beer currently. There's probably like 18 beers in there that are from New Year's this year. So, yeah, it sits in there a while. Because mm-hmm. we haven't had Game of Thrones night or anything else in a while. So people just haven't been over. Are we going to do those again? I think so. I think, think so. so. Are we so much travel? You're getting out of here? I'm getting out of here? Yeah, but I, I rely I, on you to watch that show. I have something to announce. What's up? I'm pulling a gust on Game of Thrones tonight. See? What See? You Thank you. What well, are you doing? Not, not going anywhere. Just like, yeah, it's nice to watch it at home when there's no people. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I get you. I totally get you. I mean, I thought about not doing it this year again, but it's just fun. I it's mean, fun. I, like, I, I enjoy like the cooking the, uh, part of it. I enjoy everything about the night except the viewing of. <laughs> you should just have more get-togethers. I think is I th- the general consensus. I well, think probably what I'll do this year is maybe do one every other week and I, show two episodes. I hear you've got some beer that needs drinking. Yeah, we have. We could help. And I'm going to bring this. I know a bottle cap opener. We could. Bring. I could totally predict that once Gavin got a house, that his social calendar would start to decline. I never see Gavin anymore. I, I had a feeling about mm-hmm. that. Well, summer's coming up, which means swims. City. It's true. I actually Swim went town. swims this tubing? weekend. You did. I didn't take Ashley tubing last year. We should all go. You have a pool too. Why can we never invite us over for swims? I've invited you guys over for swims. You've been there. We swim all the time in yeah. this pool. I swam once. You guys have an open invitation to come swimming whenever you want. Can I just show up at your house? Sure. If you can like show up at my house. I'll give you the gate code. You just come back there by yourself. That's fine. You, you gotta, you gotta yell out. when you come back though, because Ashley's, you know. She's back there, like, messing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to give her a heads up. I, I like how you start getting quiet. There's still a microphone, like, three inches yeah. from your mouth. I also talking. like how Ashley's totally staring at you We're right now from across the room. I didn't say anything. I just said you're back like there the, doing stuff. Not only did you get quieter, but you got closer to the mic. So it's yeah. like, even though I'm really low volume, I'm a natural performer. <laughs> Why did your voice come out of my left ear over here? What is that? You guys just like listening to Gavin more than the rest of us in there? Don't we all? Yeah, it's Gavin, true. Gavin's just much hotter than we are. So what is the, what is your, I always ask Gus this, and you'll never answer. So what does, like, your night consist of? Like, Gavin, you leave work. I'll answer. I've at, like, 5.05, bam, you go home. Mm-hmm. You get to your house probably in 10 minutes because you live closer than anybody. What happens? What's the rest of your night look like to you? Uh, play with a cat a little bit. Shmee? Smee. Smee. Is that code is for that anything? C- Damn it, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> just play with a cat. Play some video games. Draw. Been uh, doing a lot of Master Chief Collection with Daniel. So do a bit of that before he goes to sleep. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, and just hang out. Does his food. mom unplug his router or anything like that? Yeah. Router. Now, now it's his brother downloads crap at the same time, so his connection is... What cool. year does he live in with internet connection? Yeah, it's it's, it's small town England. The internet's not great. Yeah. I thought he was stationed somewhere else right now. Oh, he's at home right now. Is oh, he, he on leave? Now? I guess at this time. Yeah, he, uh, he's like on forced leave for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got tired of him. Get out, Dan. <laughs> Dan, go By home. the way, while we're on the subject of the Master Chief collection and the Xbox One... Oh, no. I'd like to say that I don't like it. Which one? I love Halo, obviously. I love all the games. Right. Love them individually. 
playing co-op with someone on the Master Chief Collection just doesn't work. Like, whoever's host is great. The second person has a delay. It's not like... It's lag, but it's like an overall lag for everything. It's not like you Voice trip and- out. It's just like er- you press jump and a second later you jump. Oh, no. Like, it's the worst kind of lag. So it's like... It could be because you're playing with someone in the UK and you're the host. He was... In my living room on a games playing next to me, the exact same thing was happening. Really? Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I, you know, and they're, they're changing the way they're doing Halo 5. I know. They're, I don't know what, which way they do it now, but they're going to the other way. Really kind of like locally hosted games. Oh, you mean they're going from bad to good? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're flopping. Look, I don't know if it has anything to do with the Xbox One. I think the Master Chief Collection, when it came out, was a. Was a solid miss. That game was not ready for but prime the time when they released great. it. It's everything about it is great. Yeah, it's got everything. It's got like five thousand gamer score, which makes it even greater. But it just doesn't work. And if you're doing like we're trying to do the lasso playlist, it's a big part of being great though. Is that it's got to work, <laughs> it right? Work. I mean, doesn't. I mean, and when you're talking about the multiplayer, really more yeah. than anything else. Well, it's, all, it's co-op. Yeah, anything when you connect with anybody else, that's yeah. the part that doesn't work. Yeah, matchmaking I haven't even touched because I've heard it's busted up. But I keep hearing it's fixed, and then I keep like I'll hear it's fixed. And then three weeks later, I'll hear it's fixed again. I thought, I thought it was fixed yeah. before. No, I, I, heard, it... I heard that it's been definitively fixed. It's been so definitively fixed. We were doing Lasso so Playlist, which is legendary all skulls on, which is really hard. It takes forever. We're doing it co-op. We're going through the first game. You and Dan? Yeah, so like each level's taking us like 90 minutes to two hours because we keep getting mm-hmm. sent back by the Iron Skull and everything sucks and it's hard. And we get to the very end of Halo, which is a really long level in the first game, and it just, just disconnects us. You can't join back in on the checkpoint. You have to start from the beginning. Wow. It happened to us twice. Wow. I would say this weekend the game crashed, not exaggerating, ten times. And one of the times, I, I'd finished playing with Dan. I was just doing the speed run, like a, the achievement for doing the part-time. Mm-hmm. Had the game paused, talked to Meg for a little bit, for like five minutes. The game crashed while it was in pause. I was like, what was the game doing? <laughs> it was just like, on oh, in the corner of my eye, I just saw the app go like, Pew. I was like, what? It was paused! So it completely closes out, or does it just freeze? It, on the Xbox One, it just, like, the app closes, and it's... You have to just open Halo again. That's it's like, fucking annoying. What is wrong with this damn console? I, like, I definitely have, works. On I it. definitely have more crashes on the Xbox One than I've had on any other console before. And and people are like, saying I'm just to me, back at the, at the dashboard. People are saying to me, you know, it's it's online co-op. It's not, and it doesn't work ideally. Halo Three came out in 2007 with four-player online co-op, and it was great. Yep. I just hate the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it was. It, I think flat. it was a really big project. I think they had a lot of games to remake. They didn't redo ODST. But in this one, they redid Halo 2, and they did Halo 3, and they, I don't know if they did anything to Halo 4, but they put Halo 4 back out again. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's, it's a little disappointing. I think that Halo was in a prime position to actually steal a ton of thunder from Destiny, because Destiny had come out, and there was this weird thing when Destiny came out, and everybody was like, ugh, and like, went way down. Mm-hmm. And then Master Chief Collection came out at that point in time, like a month later, or maybe a month and a half later. Mm-hmm. And they could have really, I think, stolen a lot of momentum from Destiny, which would have been highly ironic that the company that made the game then suffers as a result of the popularity of the game later. But because it didn't had all those issues, and Assassin's Creed came out at the same time, and Assassin's Creed had a ton of issues, people, I went back to playing Destiny. And yeah. I, got, I got hooked on Destiny. I was out of Destiny. I was done. I was like, okay, I played the story, and I, I, you know, people had a bunch of complaints about the story, and I kind of fell into that too. And then it was like the end game. I've never done that in any kind of MMO, which I'm sorry, Destiny, I think of as an MMO. But once I got involved back with Destiny, I got totally hooked on all that stuff. And I was, I was in that game for four months now, and I'm waiting for the next DLC. Yeah, there's nothing that turns you off a game quicker than it being not ready. It's just like, 
if it keeps crashing or if it just slightly sucks, it's like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not playing this. It's worse. And all the games are old. So it's like all of these experiences were better in the past, which means I'm not playing this. They, the, the anniversary titles are very hard, though, because it's an anniversary. So it comes out in the fall, and that's when it's got, they got to make that date. So perhaps it was too ambitious, you know, and they still had to work on it. Uh, but I think there's a lot of patience for people when they delay games. They just announced that the Wii U Zelda game is not going to come out anytime this year. Yeah. I really haven't read anything negative about yeah, that. Yeah, people seem really happy about that news. They're like, it'll be, they're working on it to polish it. Yeah, get more time yeah. to make it perfect. I think they should delay more and not just rush stuff. What's a killer for you when you play a game? Um, if it doesn't work, like instability. Instability? I mean, that, yeah, that's definitely I awful. can almost take instability. The only thing I can never take is a fucking bad camera in a game. Because I've played so many games where like, the camera like, well, goes... Like, like, it's some, just, sometimes, though, I feel like... A bad camera is part of the game. You're talking about from Resident Evil. Resident Evil specifically. Yeah. What do you mean by bad camera? It's like difficult camera controls or... Uh, like you get close to a wall and the camera gets too close to your character and like... They don't really have it anymore. It was more so when 3D games first came out. Yeah. That the camera would be bad sometimes. Yeah. Now you can like... usually freely move it around, but it used to be like locked off. And with Resident Evil, I felt... Specifically, I felt like it added to the horror of the game because like the camera would change suddenly and you weren't sure like... What direction you were moving in is kind yeah. of disorienting. It's, it's, it's good because it gives you even less control over a game than you usually have. Because like, usually you can always control the camera. Yeah, that's great it's... for horror games because John and I have been playing Amnesia, and they have a lot of like really messed up camera stuff. Like it goes blurry and shaky, and it sometimes is to the side, and it makes it more terrifying. You, you know, there was a an old game. I don't know if you ever played this one, Bernie, uh, on the GameCube, Eternal Darkness. Yeah, um, they did it. some really interesting things. It was a horror game, but they did you know as you're as you play, and if your character sees, like, messed up stuff, they lose sanity. Like, their sanity meter yeah. goes down. And as your character becomes more insane, like, you start to see things that aren't really there. And it, like, even down to the core system functionality. So it's like you'd be playing, then all of a sudden, like, the GameCube logo would pop up. Like, the, like the GameCube had just turned down. You'd be like, what the fuck's happening? Then it would act like there was, like, a disc error or something. And it would act like there was something wrong with the game but that was actually the game that's cool that was that was messy your yeah. game system is you know uh, too. <laughs> another game that picked up on the insanity thing was amnesia had that as well did you ever play any amnesia no you mean yeah. the game i was just talking about oh so sorry <laughs> sorry i was talking to twitter talking to twitter okay. so sorry john about and i that. have been streaming that game from uh barbara was right she was talking and i'm okay. really sorry you have amnesia happened. it's okay bernie what so what's your i'm a panic i have panic amnesia um go home have a few drinks Hit the, hit the booze immediately. Eat dinner. Have a few more drinks. <laughs> Is it okay to Play talk about games. the volume that you drink? Sure. Do you Gavin, Gavin, let me, Gavin told me something that was actually kind of depressing. He said that when he lived with the Ramseys, he drank, was drunk five nights a week. It was it, it's, it's you, a hell you, of a lifestyle you, change. You, it was you like, almost made it. Almost it was, to seven. <laughs> it's like five to six nights a week. I'd always take one day off because... I feel like your liver needs a day. Yeah. And, uh, well, this day's for the day, liver. Day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I'm down to zero. You went from five, five to six to zero. Yeah. That'll whenever, change in the summer. Whenever it will. Whenever Jeff stops drinking, because he goes through phases where he's like, you know, give the liver a break and mm -hmm. stop drinking for a while. He's always like, yeah, you know, I can see, you know, I me remember much more. My brain's a lot clearer. To me, nothing changed when I stopped drinking. I'm just as effective. Maybe you just so weren't like, getting as drunk as Jeff was. Oh, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> do, you, do you have <laughs> any habits, though, that you have that you need to stop every now and then? Like, the things that you do. I, I go to bed too late. Get, get, Sometimes you go to I have weeks late. where I'm like, I'm going to be in bed by 11 every night. I need to cut down force myself. on being on my phone or computer constantly. Duh, duh, listen, I, I'm getting a little bit worried about my addiction to my phone. Like, just how much I catch myself like. Louis C.K. did a great routine about it. 
um, which is like you have those moments of like no thought or like solitude, and you just might immediately go to reach for my phone. Even when you're in the car, mm-hmm. like if you're at a red light, instantly you want to pick up your phone. And that's a new thing. Yeah. Even since the time you started driving, you didn't have a smartphone when you started mm-hmm. driving, right? No. So it's like you sat at red lights for all the time, half of your driving career, and didn't have a phone to look at. It's like I can't be still for five minutes without thinking about looking at my phone. And I it's a pro- it's a serious problem. You know, and. Nothing is as infuriating as when you don't have data, like your phone's not working. Yeah. Because it's like you have this amazing piece of technology yeah. that does nothing. You can't yeah. do it's anything. Like, Look like at you, pictures you on your phone. Time That's travel to most... go back and show someone how amazing the phone is. Be like, in the future, this thing's awesome. Yeah. But right it, now, nothing. it's such a ridiculous problem to think that you have because it's like, God damn it, my phone is only a phone. Yeah, it's on, like the what? It doesn't even work. On Sunday, I had something weird happen to me. I was uh, out eating lunch with my wife. And uh, I got uh, an alert. My phone buzzed. I was like, that's weird. I picked it up to look at it. And it was an alert from the local newspaper, the Statesman. It's like, why is the Statesman sending me an alert? And, so, and I look at it. It says, AT&T outage affecting all of Central Texas. I'm like, huh, that's stupid. My phone's still working. And as I was staring at it, it went from LTE to no service. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, was, I watched it. I got the alert. And then I watched my phone Ew. die. That's too funny. Uh, but yeah, that, that's what made me think about it. Because like, then for like the next hour, I was like, uh, I'm out here and my phone's doing nothing. <laughs> it's like whenever you're traveling internationally and you don't have data. And you're yeah. just sitting there like waiting to find Wi-Fi. Dude, uh, this last time I went to Australia, there was Wi-Fi on the flight from LA to Melbourne. <gasps> no uh, way. Over the ocean? Wait, am I going to have that? Uh, depends on your plane. I A transoceanic flight with Wi-Fi. Yeah, it was, it was $14.95 for Wi-Fi the whole... Done. Yeah, for like oh, a 15-hour abs- flight. Absolutely. Because I thought planes, when they have Wi-Fi in the air, aren't they just beaming crap from Earth the whole time? I think it's satellite. satellite. They're yeah. just going straight to space. I'd yeah. pay $14.95 for a two-hour flight. It's internet, a, it does honestly. say it's beaming into the ground, so... Yeah, to yeah. the ocean. But I'm, I'm sure it's actually just going to a satellite. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. you're closer to the Earth than space, though. Closer to the Earth than space, yeah, but we're used to communicating the space stuff. From a plane? What's that? We communicate with space stuff from the ground all the time with satellites. Yeah, ground's big though. Yeah, it is. It's the enormous. Small. Like, can you? All right. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So the enormous ground communicates with the sky. The satellites. Yeah. Well, I feel like you got all this like giant antenna stuff to communicate with space. Because you're standing you on the Earth. The Earth is like a big reflector dish. No, I'm saying this like. No, because that would sound stupid, guys. <laughs> no, no, what's wrong with you? The Earth is shaped like this. <laughs> Antennas are shaped like this. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. You're to cut the earth in half, and then you got two. Let me ask you this. Yeah. A plane has GPS in it. Do you agree with that? Most, uh-huh. most modern planes do. In fact, when I use Fog of the World, it is fucking disturbing when I can put my phone in the window and I can pick up the GPS satellites uh, from my phone. But you're not going to the, jet, the satellites from your phone, though, are you? What? Am I not? Why am I not? Because GPS I still pick up from the satellites, dude. In fact, when I'm in a plane... I have no data signal. I can't see the map because the map won't load because I have no data signal. But I can still get my GPS location. So it doesn't go to a, a data point on Earth and then get sent to space. I have no data connection. I don't know how it would do that. Uh, my assumption has always been I get the signal from well, the satellite. you don't use data for GPS positioning. I don't. I'm saying, will that still go through a cell tower to space? Or is it going from your phone? I have no phone? signal is what I'm saying. I have no signal. And I can still get my GPS coordinates. <laughs> Well, surely you'd have great signal if you were right near a space satellite. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I get service to the satellites. I just get GPS. But what I'm saying is that when I look at my, my – like when I'm flying from uh, Austin to L.A., which I do a lot, the plane will go right down the path that I've already been down because I can see exactly the trajectory I took before. The plane sometimes will just line up directly on that. 
It would have to, and that's com- like a like a city block difference mm-hmm. is the the width of that path. It would really have to cool. communicate directly with the satellite, wouldn't it? It would. GPS. I would think so. The GPS is just different. It's just time, isn't it? Like hitting from three locations. I think they have to compensate for time. But I think that's how it calculates: is how long it takes the signal to come from different satellites. Yeah, to your like device. they're all doing the same time, but the the, the, the what <laughs> the delay in time <laughs> no, from three you. different ones positions you on the earth so you get the time so from three different satellites to... and then the device figures it out from there yeah because of the delay but you'd also know where the satellites are too right huh they have to give you positional data for where they are right i think they well, each that's how they have, figure it out yeah they each have their own like identifier i've that. never i've never known how it worked that I makes think, sense yeah, the, way, the thing you just described but my point my going back to my original point was a plane has gps on it so it communicates with satellites already so the fact that we communicate with the satellite for data is entirely possible I don't know that that's the case, right. but I think so. I, I, it's got to be the case because like, you get it like over Arizona. And there's no, there's no data anywhere. Around well, especially there. flying over the Pacific Ocean, like I said <laughs> earlier, Arizona. there's nothing there. No, unless there's a fucking giant whale with an antenna on it, or like boys, boys, boys. Oh yeah, <laughs> boys. I was imagining a bunch of little boys walking around with like well, tiny little thing on It's their head. buoyancy. Yes, it is. It's not. Are we gonna get into this argument again? Buoyancy. Did you see? Is it urine or urine? No. Let's. Here we go. The whole thing. Oh, enter the, oh where, where's your where's your name tag? Oh, yeah. So did you, I don't know if you saw this, Bernie. I uh, I made Gavin's. I localized his. I actually UK. saw that. Wouldn't barbers have a S as well instead of a Z? Oh fuck! I don't think of her as Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Gus. So this was gr- Gus's great suggestion. Should we even talk about this whole thing? That's up to you. Your call. Okay. I feel like yes, we should. Yes. Um, as you know, Rushith is a very open company, and we ha- in the past have done like if you show up at the front door, we'll <laughs> give you a tour and stuff like that. Um, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. But that was more so before we had to stop doing tours when we got to the point where we could do – like we had stuff in development like Red vs. Blue and Ruby and new shows like Laser Team and Day 5 and other stuff like that that we haven't even talked about yet. We couldn't just have people walk through because then we have to like shut everything down we're doing. And we always figured we can't do that because then we're limiting the amount of entertainment that we're producing for millions of people so that somebody can come through on their spring break and say hi to everybody. Yeah. But usually people will come in and will like – See him in the lobby or something like that, or in the bungalow, they can do that. Um, that was why we stopped doing that a while ago. Very recently, and we're not, I'm not really sure what's going on, but very recently we've had several incidents of people showing up to the office, and I don't know how to describe this. They show up acting bizarrely yeah. and acting strangely to where the, the – when one I go into specifics, but I'm not really trying to out anybody or anything like that, but like – People following people around, following people to lunch and stuff like that from the parking lot. And a lot that's gone on like just lately. And I don't know what's causing that to happen or what's taking place. Um, so Gus actually made the suggestion today at the Monday meeting that we all have badges. And I was adamant that we shouldn't get badges. So my, for it. my, uh, my form of silent protest was to make badges for everyone else in the building. Besides me. Besides I you. mean, I, I immediately, when Gus suggested, I immediately was like, fuck, no. But I also want to point out here too that. <laughs> I, I, sorry. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even really talk about this stuff because it's like it's not going to affect most people. But based on some stuff that happened just recently, um, there there's the possibility, and I don't think I would have ever said this in the past. There's the possibility that we might like have a news story because we had to call the police on somebody that showed up here. I mean, we had a scenario this last couple of weeks 
that made us think about it. I think for the first time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we, we told someone that, and we would, we've never th- we've never thought about that before. So if I don't, I would hate for anybody to hear like read a story like that that we had to call the police on somebody. And think like, oh, Richard, he's totally changed. And what the hell motivated this? And it's like, this is just the kind of thing you don't really hear about that often that actually does happen to Mm -hmm. us now. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm actually glad you brought it up. That way, you know, people hear about it from us instead of, you know, reading a reactionary news story about it. And, you know, we haven't done anything out of context. No. Yeah. Just saying in case that could potentially happen at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, you know, so Gus made the funny badges today. And then didn't give me a badge. He gave them to everybody else. I was wearing this when I walked over to the bungalow. And the people who were in the office next to us, the uh, AFS office, they saw me walking up with this disgusting, giant <laughs> piece of paper attached to my shirt. And they gave me really funny looks. I was a bit annoyed that it didn't fold directly in half. Oh, it should have. That's weird. It was supposed to. Mine does. Yeah, ours did. What's wrong with yours? Did I give it too much bottom? Oh, I yeah, you gave it too to much bottom. Yeah, oh, I wanted to it to be symmetrical. With cut it like... right at the bottom. All right. Yeah, your picture, your picture was a little weirdly See, this is why we can't have badges. <laughs> We're the superior You can't settle race. on the design. <laughs> I tried to find everyone, great photos of everyone. I found Barbara's face on the green screen. Mine's the perfect one. And I'm even a winky face. Your uh, disgusting slow-mo face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you, you, you <laughs> look at it. And then I found me with the, the mustache. Give me the uh, thumbs up. Yeah, I, I, somebody, people are asking lots of questions. Um... <clears throat> So somebody asked specifically, Gus, has anyone ever showed up at work pretending like they work here? And answer that question is absolutely yes. Yes. Like that's that happens. We should also say that it, it doesn't work. It doesn't ever work. <laughs> so don't don't try to do it because it, it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, I mean we can tell right away. <laughs> very 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 clearly also, right away. There's a lot of people here, but we still see everybody all week. Yeah. In the office, we're not completely separated. That we don't know what people look like. Right. Anyway, just I mean, it's, it, and I don't want people to think like this is. Something that we deal with every day. It's not at all. No. Not at all. I mean, we have 99.999% of all of our interactions are fantastic. And uh, you we know, do business occasionally. We, we deal with a lot of people. So when you deal with a lot of people, occasionally get some people who don't get the boundaries. Let's yeah. just put it that way. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of really awesome fans in Australia. Who are gonna be... When are you going? I'm going next week on oh. Tuesday. Who's on your celebrity bus? Uh, George Takai and... George Chris- Takai. Takai, right sorry. Um, Christopher Lloyd... Dude, uh, Christopher Lloyd. A bunch of people from Star Trek. Uh, the a lot of people from Star Trek. I think Nichelle Nichols is also there. Yeah, and, Yvonne's uh, really jealous. Was Walter Koenig there, I think? Maybe. Yeah. And um, there's a character from Adventure Time, Flame Princess. I forget what her actual name is. I had fun at Supernova. It was a good trip. Yeah, yeah good one. This is my first time ever going to Australia, so I'm extremely excited. That Have this you is... been Southern Hemisphere before? <laughs> is that code for something? This is you in the euphemisms tonight. So I saw I, – I saw didn't get a chance to talk to you, but I saw uh, one of the people we were hanging out with or met on our Supernova trip to Australia, which was Alfie Allen from oh. Game of Thrones. You saw him? Yeah, he, I went to the Game of Thrones premiere last uh. week uh, in San Francisco. How was it? Oh, it was fine. Great. So good. <laughs> Although I had to say that maybe it's because I've read the books and I'm not as uh, like sensitive to it, but I feel like even if you found out everything that happened in that episode, it wouldn't be any major spoilers, but it was a fantastic episode. Was it also like the premiere was good too, or just the episode was good? Oh, the whole thing was great. I mean, it was in the op. Dude, I, was, I, I posted a, a, a picture on Twitter about it. It's like, you know your show's a hit. They had the premiere in the opera house in San Francisco, and then for the after party for the premiere, it was in City Hall. <laughs> like, they just like had, they just rented out City Hall for the, for the premiere. Did you talk to Alfie Allen? No, no, no. I didn't get it. He, like, was by, he was, a lot of photos going on. Was he so. wearing shoes? Yes, he was, and he wasn't <laughs> running. Uh, Gavin and I, we met uh, Alfie Allen, who plays Theon Greyjoy in, a, this is a spoiler for, like, season three of... Sister of Lily Allen. S- brother? Brother of Lily <laughs> Allen. <laughs> Son of 
Keith Allen? Yeah. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Who is Keith Allen? I have to plead ignorance on that. I apologize. Famous English actor. Okay, there you go. Been in lots of stuff. But he was uh, Theon Greyjoy, where he was in the season, he had been taken captive. And so the actor was in the process of losing he's not a not a really like he's not a fat guy by any stretch of the imagination, he's not a huge guy. He was trying to lose thirty pounds to like show his imprisonment. That's not healthy, is it really? I mean and the way he would do that is like we would go out to dinner and he would run to the restaurant and then run back to the hotel. Wow. Like you'd you'd be like walking back from a party we had at Supernova. Yeah. And here comes Alfie Allen just <laughs> bolting down the road down the middle, the middle of, of the Perth with no shoes with on. With no shoes on? <laughs> yeah. We'd be like yeah, it's the it can't be safe in ah, he's a free spirit. It was, it was, it was fun, dude. It, it yeah. makes me think of like uh, Christian Bale when he d- went through those crazy weight swings for like The Machinist and Batman. There's nobody like him, honestly. I mean, De Niro used to have that title. There's nobody like Christian Bale for losing weight. Uh, Blaine and I, this is going to sound so uh, just ridiculous, but Blaine and I were like hanging out in my office and we were looking up. Oh, it wasn't Blaine. I can't out Blaine. It was me and Michael Jones. We were in my office and we were looking at pictures of Hugh Jackman and how much his physique improved oh, from the original. The comparison of X-Men 1 and then the new one? Yeah. He Dude. looks like a beanpole in the first one. He does. And he got cast as Wolverine and he yeah. just looks like dude. You know? yeah, and at the time you're like, oh yeah, he's really buff. And yeah, really. It's just perfect. like they did his hair and that was Wolverine. That and now was... he's like. <laughs> it's like someone stuck a little thing in him and just like went. <laughs> yeah, I think. Like in all of his muscles. Didn't he say that like for, um, was it X-Men Origins? Uh, that. He would dehydrate himself so his muscles would pop even more. He's got that thing oh. where his skin, like on his chest, is so almost like paper thin that you can see like the striation of the muscle. Like he's just like mm, just striations. Striations. He's like he's completely ripped. Yeah, boy. And then, anyway, so we were. And I don't know where the story is going. So Michael Jones and I are <laughs> looking up you, Jackman. Well, you and Michael are getting pretty. Oh, there they are together. Well, we we go to yeah, the, look at yeah, that first go. one and then the last one. It's ridiculous. Look, yeah, at, he, look at him in totally, the first one. The first one. He's just a dude. Yeah, he's yeah. just a dude. He's Not dude even like hair. just in okay shape. I think. I mean, he's obviously in great shape. He's better shape than you know ninety percent of the look population. Two thousand six. Yeah. Hello. Look at that straight. <laughs> oh, is that the most attractive one? Two thousand thirteen. He actually looks like the impossible body structure of a cartoon character. Yeah, a comic that's book a lot character. of shading and stuff. So the- <laughs> Barbara's smiling uncontrollably. <laughs> Shading on, on film. I'm blushing now. I like that picture. Uh, Although I do wonder how much of that goes on. Like, I wonder whose job it is to like go through and fix somebody's butt like in every frame of a movie kind of a thing. I didn't fix that butt. Well, like there's a famous actress, I think, that had a, somebody who would shape her butt in every in post? frame. Yeah, Scarlett in post. Jones. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I, think I, 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 I would say, but I'm like, I don't remember. But I want to say it was like a... Not Kim Kardashian because she's not movies, but, but I think it was like Jennifer Lopez, I think. I think. Mm. Jennifer but Lopez. she's known for her butt. Like, that's, that's why you gotta you That's why she's got to keep it going, man. Yeah. You can't just abandon that butt thing in the I middle like of the your career. I like the idea of her <laughs> presenting at like the Grammys or something and someone's just behind the camera like slowly airbrushing her. Like, 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 her, like carrying her butt for her. <laughs> There's just like. Your butt, my lady? There's ropes from the ceiling up <laughs> to her butt. Taking some of these clamps and just like pinning the butt skin back. I'm probably just talking off the top of my head talking total shit not even realizing it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. Don't you read that then. I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is brought to you by lynda.com. We want to thank our, spans- we want to thank our sponsor, <laughs> thank our lynda.com, a leading online learning platform where you can get unlimited access to over 100,000 tutorials and courses taught by experts on everything from programming to web development and video production. As part of the sponsorship, they're offering Rich Teeth fans a 10-day free trial on any and all courses on the site. Just go to lynda.com slash roosterteeth or click the link in the description. Uh, you know, I've talked about a few of the courses I've taken with them. Uh, and I think I'm finally going to take the plunge. I'm going to 
go through their After Effects courses. You're going to learn After Effects? After Effects is like a fucking mystery to me. And I saw that they have a huge uh, library of After Effects tutorials. So I'm finally going to take the plunge. I want to learn what After Effects is and what it can do. I have a tip for you. Keyframes. Keyframes. I'm, 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 hopefully they have a course on keyframes. That's, that's the key, Gus. Uh, and, of course, there's other stuff. If you want to learn how, learn how to code, they've got courses on Java programming, uh, Photoshop. You can make your own name badges. You can learn how to do that in Photoshop. Uh, anyway, go to lynda.com slash roosterteeth. Learn something new today. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash roosterteeth. Be sure to use that link so they know that we sent you. Big thanks to lynda.com. Do you want to know something that blew my mind uh, yesterday? What blew Not your really. mind? Do you know what I do? John Bon Jovi's real name is John Bon, bon, bon Jovi. <laughs> His name is Edward. His name is John Bon Jovi. Oh yeah, I just didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? I think I he has a it was brother. his stage name. His name is John, and his last name is Bon Jovi, and he just separated into Bon Jovi. So his name's so not John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. So he's uh, it's clever he, though, isn't it? Jersey, usually, right? Is he Italian? Yeah, because usually people have. Stage names all the time. I just heard about a stage yeah, name. Yeah, like Gus I, I was trying to remember that. <laughs> Not my name. <laughs> what would be worse than that? As like the <laughs> worse. <laughs> I like my name. It's a great name. Gustavo Sorolla the third. Raul. Raul. Raul Sorolla yeah. the third. I love That's your name. middle name, Raul. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Oh, oh. Who's, who's <laughs> Raul? Is that a family name? Uh, my, my dad. Well, it's a third. Yeah, my what grandfather. Do you, what do you think? Yeah, he's the third. Why would you ask if it's a family name? The, the middle name doesn't have to be the same, does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It's what? his name. Yeah, that's, that goes with it. I didn't know that either. I'm on Gavin. I am full of crap. No, that's how it works. You've got to have the same name. The same whole yes. name? Yes. It might be different than nah. K. Who knows? I don't know. I've this never known. with an S. The only person I know who's <laughs> a... He went from totally incredulous stuff. I don't know. What's I your mean, middle name, Bernie? Justin. I knew that. Really? Yeah. Justin's Irish name. My name is Michael Justin Burns. Wow. That, I don't know That Gavin's. is the whitest name. I know Dude, I, listen. I'm, I'm from an Irish family. There's like... In my generation, there's I think 24 boys... And one girl, and the twenty-four boys have like five names, and that's it. There's Michael, Patrick, James, Tommy, Justin, and Justin. Yeah, and that's so you, pretty much it. And you added boys to it. What's that? You made boys. Why did I make boys? You added boys to. Oh, I added boys. To, no, that's the next generation. My good. Next, next gen. Yeah, anyway, I have a Jack and a Theodore. So. Jo- Jordan said and- their first names though. I made. I, I selected their middle names. That was the deal. <laughs> like Danger. Danger and Teddy Adventure. Although, that's, let's not get into that whole thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, she, and Jordan was exceptional. she is an exceptionally conservative person. And I was pointing out the fact that she named the kids, like, Jack and Teddy, which are like the Kennedy names. Like, she was naming, slowly naming all our kids after the Kennedy. She has high hopes for your kids. Yeah, but she's really conservative, so I don't think she's a big fan of the Kennedy family. Yeah. You know? you, would you believe in superstition? Like, I knew a guy... Believe in superstition. I, no, I believe it, when it comes to like people and curses, right? I knew a guy at school. He, he is, his dad died when he was young of cancer. Hmm. His sister died in a car accident. Hey, this is a great story. Thanks for telling it. <coughs> How did his dog die? Yeah. His dog, I don't know if he had one. His mum died of cancer, and then his girlfriend got hit by a car and died, leaving him without anyone. But like, would you be scared of that? Like, would you date that guy? I mean, no, no. I mean, if you're a woman, eh. maybe you. I should be asking. I was saying, you a picture of him? But if it, if it happened yeah, to a girl, he look too. Like? Look, good looking dude. Yeah. Nah, he, that he kind looks of stuff like 2006 Hugh Jackman. That kind of stuff doesn't bug me. <laughs> no? Nah. It, now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't date somebody, it's like, if her last five boyfriends died. That would be. Right. I'd be like, okay, that's like a pattern. Car accident. Point. Yeah. 
food poisoning. <laughs> you know, all those cars and their faulty brakes. Damn American-made cars. <laughs> I don't know how that knife got there. Um, I talked about this. I'm not only going to talk about it very quickly because I already talked about it when you weren't here. But have you seen The Jinx on HBO? No, I haven't. You've but I've seen everybody it. talking about it. Though. I, I, I got so annoyed with all the, the talk on Twitter about it. But then I watched it a week later and it was fucking amazing. You should totally watch it. I started rewatching uh, True Detective again recently. Yeah. That show's that show still so good. I started rewatching Breaking Bad from the oh, very beginning, yeah. How come? Uh, I, I don't want to say because I don't want people to do anything on Twitter. Okay. Okay. Um, but um, <laughs> H- great, great story. Thanks for sharing. Um, <laughs> HBO uh, had that uh, Scientology documentary they aired last night. I don't know if anybody else saw that. The thing that's like. They've been talking about it forever, how they had to hire like 160 lawyers just to, to go through and make sure that they wouldn't get sued by the Church of Scientology. It was like this two-hour-long documentary about some of the stuff supposedly that goes on behind the scenes at the church. It was really, really interesting. Great story. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling people they should watch it. <laughs> I'm not saying, oh, I'm not going to tell you why Twitter, <laughs> I'm, did, I'm doing this. Twitter has told me that your middle name Raul means wise wolf. Just, just call yourself that all the time. Wise Wolf. Wise Wolf that Sorolla? Sounds, that sounds lame. No, no, get out of here. That's If crazy. it was like Power Wolf, that'd be better. So right. what is Wise Wolf? It's a wise, a, a, wolf. a wise wolf is a wolf that has lived through its power years Look, long enough to be wise. Owls are wise. Wolves don't need to be. They just tear shit open. Why? Because the forest already has its wise quarter filled? Yeah. So just ask the owls what's up and then go and tear stuff to shreds. Be great to have like... What? Wise wolves and owls compete in like some kind of chess, yeah, trivia contest or something like that. Um, so if I tell a story, can I just establish rules for the podcast here? If okay. I tell a story, can I say before I tell the story that I don't want Jordan to animate it? Is that possible? You can, can say it. Can we do that? You just yeah, insult him that, all the way through the story, and then he wouldn't want to. That's gonna make him want to do it more. Just talk about him, him and put his, him in the story and things that make him mad. If I won't say what makes him mad, because then. <laughs> He'll fucking just change animate. all the names to Jordan, and he won't want to animate it. So Ashley busted me watching porn. You already. Oh, oh. So yeah, she says she didn't do it. She didn't. Do, she didn't do it. Wait, so, who did? So, so I go through the whole story here. Okay, <laughs> where is this going? <laughs> so it was. It was one of those nights when I was downstairs doing something, and she went to bed early. <laughs> Okay, like she would like just wait till the morning, like eleven, right? So like eleven. So <laughs> I went upstairs, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, Bubba?" And she's like, "I'm really tired." Having none of it. Yeah, but well, she's like, "I'm really tired." I'm like, she was already half asleep, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And she was like, "Nice," and I was like, "No, no, no, don't worry about it. Just go to sleep. It's no big deal." So then I'm I'm laying there, I'm laying there in bed. I think all guys have been there before. I'm laying there in bed. I'm like, pitch a tent. Yeah, I was like, I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have taken her up on it. I'm like, ah, nah. I was like, yeah, I'll just go downstairs. So I go downstairs. Get out the laptop. You know, take care of business. Everything's fine. You didn't do it on your phone? Please? Everything's fine. Go to sleep. Get a What's bigger that? screen. Didn't go on your phone? Don't let him finish the story. No, I used the computer in the living room. It's a lot okay. easier. No, I'm just kidding. I just, I, no, I, I used the laptop for it. Oh, no, no, actually, you're right. I'm, what am I saying? It's a very important story. I used my phone. I absolutely oh, did use oh, my phone. Never mind. Thank you, Gavin. Thank and you. Actually, I'm glad you corrected me. You're I'm welcome. glad you corrected me. Um, so was everything there. was fine. Went up. Barbara, do you, when, you, when you can't sleep, does it ever cross your mind to masturbate to go to sleep? All the time. Oh, does it? Yeah. Does that work for ladies well, as well? she does it like 12 times a day or like seven or <laughs> She something. just does it because she thinks about it because she's awake, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? Anyway, so guys, it's a, it's a sleep technique. It's, no, well. For women too. It, you don't want to sleep in like an ooze. <laughs> no, wait, I'm not doing it right there. No. I'm I mean, not like, doing it. Are you some, talking about for girls? No, for dudes. It's like post ooze. Oh, uh, I get you. Sure. 
I get you. That's part of life. It's what also a sleeping technique for women. Okay, say. there you go. Fair enough. Let's get so away sleeping from technique for discussion. At, at least myself. Speaking okay. as a woman, that's what I so, do. Everything was fine. Everything was totally fine. Everything was great. Whatever. What uh, What kind were you watching? <laughs> Listen, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so the next day we're getting ready for work. And we're getting ready. We're getting, getting everything set. And I had something that I needed to put in the trunk of the car. It actually gets in the car. <laughs> and the car activates because I open the trunk and it recognizes me and activates me. And then the car goes, hey, Bluetooth. And connects to my Bluetooth and starts playing what's on my phone. So I'm outside goes. the car. I don't oh, have God. any idea that this is taking place. Uh, I get, so she's in the car. So I, don't <laughs> I get in the fucking car. And I get halfway to work, and the radio's been turned down, but it's got the URL, like, up on the thing, with the description of the file. Oh, my and God. And it's right there. She goes, what are you listening to? <laughs> and she gave, she even gave me a great out. She goes, oh, you did a risky click? I'm like, no, nope, that's, I uh, just straight up busted for that. What are you so going to do? So was it down, turned down when she got in the car, or was it turned up and she I was, like- all I know it was turned down when I got in, and she was just, like, a little beat red and, like... Listen to that. Actually, did you turn it down or was it already all all the way up? It was pretty far down. It was pretty far down, she says. So you just like, you're finished and you just locked the phone? You didn't like close the video? Classic mistake. I just <laughs> locked it. It's a dangerous phone. world we live in. It well, is. I imagine if that was like a presentation or something. There's a lot of stories of people doing that for presentations. And you know how like the phone Fucking now- car from the future. The <laughs> shit piece right, of shit. Because yep. like phones now have that handoff thing with Macs, so it's like anything you're doing on your phone yeah. with one click is on your Mac if you want it to be. It's like that's Or like weird. Chromecast or AirPlay, anything like that. Yeah. So, what, what was it? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Was it some girl on go? What's that? No. No. I don't watch a lot of girl on girl guy stuff. Guy on guy? Yeah. It was all guy on guy. I I, that's what I like. Yeah. I like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I think, I think I'm pretty uh, vanilla in my taste. Missionary? <laughs> yeah, it was missionary <laughs> between a married couple on their honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> after, after a priest told them it was okay to, to go for it. I can't, honestly, I can't even remember. They were having sex through the sheets. Yeah. Cut a little hole. Oh, there's some cool artwork that just pops up. Yeah, Lauren oh. drew you having fun with the oh. uh, decapitator. Can I admit it's that tough. I was kind of hoping that Lauren tonight was going to draw? Lauren Crozier's like posted something on Twitter here, and it's Gavin opening the uh, bottles with the decapitator. I was actually kind of hoping she would draw all of you guys floating down the river on Jack. That's what I was hoping <laughs> she would draw. Well, so she do something time. else. What After is your story, it's not going to be that. <laughs> oh, what? Come on. Jordan's going to animate that. I can't. You know, he has to. That did he, <laughs> I don't think I don't want him to animate that. What? Ugh, it's so good. At least he has animated you having a wet dream on the plane. Yeah, that would be really embarrassing. I've told I've told really embarrassing stories on this fucking podcast. You have. We all have. Dickheads. Oh, uh, Gavin hasn't. Gavin never tells Gavin embarrassing stories. Gavin told the story of him shitting himself. Uh, yeah, I, I pooed five times in a day. In my pants. Well, Gavin told us. You told us on the podcast Small that you detail. just don't masturbate when you're in a relationship at all. What? You t- I, didn't he say that? He just says he doesn't masturbate often. Or, like, there's some days he goes What did you doing say, it. Gavin? Gavin just now he's clamming up. He's just going to stay silent until we, like, refocus the attention away from him. Yeah, there's other stuff to do. It's busy. You don't, why aren't you busy? <laughs> busy. <laughs> it was, like, 1130 at night. Yeah, just go and do something else. It like, also doesn't take a couple hours. Well. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't. <laughs> getting raw. <laughs> uh, Lauren also drew uh, whale Wi-Fi. <laughs> I, got, I got you. That's cute. 
That's the cutest whale. I've All right, seen. Okay, let's talk about something else here. Not let's about, talk. Not about oh, your embarrassing oh, oh, stories. Oh, Gus, Gus, I've been wanting to talk to you about this for such a long time. Um, but not me and Gavin? That's no, cool. you guys take it That's easy. Fine. No, no, no you wait to hear this, Barb. This is such a, a, a Gus thing. Oh, so God. I read this story about this thing called Universe 25. What is Okay. And Universe 25 was a guy. Let me see, let me pull it up here. I think he was in the 70s. He made a utopia for mice. <laughs> and he called it... You, you know, in, 1972, okay. uh, in 1972, John B. Calhoun detailed the specification of his mortality-inhibiting environment for mice, a practical utopia built in the laboratory. Every aspect of Universe 25, as this particular model was called, was pitched to cater for the well-being of its rodent residents and increase their lifespan. And that was it. So that what? was the whole experiment. He made this thing that was like a utopia for mice. They wouldn't be in any danger. And it just all it did was work to increase their lifespan. What kind of amenities are they rocking in there then? I think they even had like a little mouse TV. They had like a little. They had like little penthouses and everything else hammock, like that. Maybe. The penthouses become important later. How cute would that be? A little mouse on a hammock. That'd be, that'd be great. Little palm trees. Oh, is this it? It's a video. What's that? Is that the mice? Oh, that's it. That, that looks awful. Speedy. It looks crowded. What if the mice is an introvert? Okay, so here, so the here's mouse. what here's Let what it. happened, Gavin. They went through generations. And then by... Oh, they're multicolored. So what exactly happened in Universe 25? Past day 315, this is after multiple generations of mice being born, population growth slowed. More than 600 mice now lived in Universe 25, constantly rubbing shoulders on their way up and down the stairwells to eat, drink, and sleep. Mice found themselves born into a world that was more crowded every day, and there were far more mice than there were meaningful social roles. With more and more peers to defend against, males found it difficult and stressful to defend their territory, so they abandoned the activity. Normal social discourse within the mouse community broke down, and with it, the ability for mice to form social bonds. The failures and dropouts congregated in large groups in the middle of the enclosure. That sounds like Reddit. Their listless (laughs) withdrawal occasionally interrupted by spasms and waves of pointless violence. The victims of these random attacks became attackers themselves. Uh... I'll skip ahead here. Uh, <clears throat> left on their own in nests subject to invasion, nursing females attacked their own young. Uh, procreation slumped. Infant abandonment or mortality soared. Lone females retreated to isolated nesting boxes in the penthouse levels. Other males, a group Calhoun termed the, quote, beautiful ones, never sought sex and never fought. They just ate, slept, and groomed, wrapped in a narcissistic introspection. Elsewhere, cannibalism, pansexualism, and violence became endemic. Mouse society, society utterly collapsed. So they were too happy and too comfortable that their whole society fell apart. They just grew too much, and there became too many people, and just or too many mice. And the fact there were too many mice broke down society as a whole. Huh. To the point where they resor- resorted to cannibalism, even though they had food, and like pansexualism and violent behavior. So like every social norm just basically broke down because of overpopulation. How many were there at that point? Uh, you said over six hundred, I think. Yeah, more than six hundred mice now lived in Universe Twenty Five. So he broke mice. Like, would a new mouse from that family of mice would it have the same natural instincts to a normal mouse? No, I won't read that because I just read a bunch of it. But you can read this. We'll post a link in the link dump. Uh, but you can look up Universe Twenty Five. I'm trying to read about it. That point was like the peak of the civilization. And that, that was the point at which procreation slowed down, and there was no recovery. And the, the whole population just dwindled and utterly collapsed and was extinct by, I think, day 500. So they wait, they all died. Day 560. Was there never, like, two m- mice left to, like, start over? Oh, no, wait. At 560, the population peaked at 2,200 mice. And oh, that's wow. when, then, then it collapsed from there, and they went extinct. So every single mouse, mouse was gone? Yeah. I mean, they naturally died. 
And yeah, then, but they, like, they, they totally stopped, stopped having kids. Yeah. yeah. They just stopped producing new kids. That's so bizarre. It's such a bizarre. It's, it's, it reminds me of the dolphin thing. It's a really it's cool le- experiment. With the LSD. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny if you remember the LSD and not the hand jobs. Like, you go to that. <laughs> I always go to the hand jobs. Well, that was a factor in the hand jobs. It was a huge factor. I was dropping LSD. Nobody dropped LSD with the mice. I like that there was a group called the Beautiful Ones that just groomed themselves all day. Yeah. And they would like sit humans. in narcissistic introspection. I love that. How do they know they were introspective? I think they were just like grooming each other, like the fact that they were grooming themselves. Okay. All it's day. so cruel, and you'd never get away with it now. But it's really interesting. Why wouldn't you get away with it now? You don't think you get away with that? They still do experiments like that. It's really yeah. well, even with like animal rights as big as it is. If it's for like scientific purposes, I think that you know if they're not actually harming them. Yeah, maybe yeah. I like the uh, I like the the you know comparing that to why we do these experiments is. Compared to society, if like we get overpopulated and then you know stuff breaks down, I have always wondered what's going to happen long term as a result of the Chinese population policies that led to there being an overabundance of males in that society. To where I think the the skew for the generation is something like thirteen million more men than women. A sausage fest. Like pe- people, when they could, they would essentially choose to have males in that society because they yeah. can only have one kid and i don't think those population controls are still in place gus are they they're easing up on them they're easing they're up. starting to end up as only males there or more males uh they, they, by bad behavior the would families wanted a ab- son to take on the family name and continue would they abort yeah female pregnancies? or they would um give them up to adoption yeah wow. yeah but it was it was a it was it went, on, went on for a long period of time but as a result now we have way more men and the way i always look at it too is like if you have 13 Males, assuming if the fair majority of them are probably heterosexual, they're not going to find – there's not enough women in that country to like – there's not enough pairs to match up with. So it's like then what do they do? The women could be very picky. That's yeah. Sure. And I mean well, if, you, if you were like looking at like a thousand years ago, 13 million men is uh, – that's a, that's a very big army so is by, what that is. So by 2020, the, um, the difference is going to be 30 million. Men versus women? Mm-hmm. Men versus women or in men China. Two women. Yeah, yeah, a differential. And the way I think to look at that is that it's thirty million men that just can't find a pair. They can't find somebody else to be with. Thirty yeah. million people. That's in, one tenth of the population of the U.S. In twenty eleven, the population skewed fifty one point nine percent male, forty eight point one percent female. That's like ninety five percent of Canada. Thirty million. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, imagine the entire population of Canada being almost all male. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Um. I Dude, I knew a guy I knew a guy who used to live in the Yukon and he said that like there's so few women up there that they're just absolutely just realistic about that and like that there's several people they know where the woman is in multiple relationships but the guys are not like he's literally been in a bar with somebody's like ah, I gotta go pick up my girlfriend at her boyfriend's house and it's like that's just the way of life that's just and they totally accept oh, that's that crazy. Um, yeah people adapt I saw I've been I don't know why I guess I've been watching a lot of HBO lately um, I saw an episode of that Vice documentary series that they have. Where they talked about gray, basically like shady gray market in vitro fertilization done in India. So it's like, let's say a couple wants to have a baby, but the woman doesn't want to carry the child. They'll hire a surrogate in India to carry the child to term for them. So they carry the donor egg and the donor sperm. They fertilize it in the woman. The woman has no genetic link to the baby. And the, uh, they basically, there's. For lack of a better term, there's farms in India where they just like bring in poor women. They tell them, "Listen, we'll give you ten thousand bucks to carry this pregnancy for That's nine it? months." 
Well, ten thousand bucks. They don't give. I guess they, for, then really they'll screw them over. They won't give them the money, Whoa. or like they'll they'll find ways to get out of it. Wow. Um, there's a there's a lot of weird side effects that you don't think about. Like you hear the story and you're like, wow, the story's really crazy. Then they start drilling down even further. Like, what if and what if the pregnancy resulted in twins, and the couple only wanted one child? Mm-hmm. What happens to this other child that's carried through the term? And born. So this, as a side effect, there's also this gray market adoption, where there's these kids who aren't Indian, who just they're they're white babies in orphanages that they're uh, that they'll sell. Is it usually and they have, from the U.S.? What nationalities are going in these? Yeah, yeah. I would assume it was. Uh, from all over. But yeah, I mean, they focused on U.S. people because wow. it was Vice. Uh, but yeah, the producer met with one of these groups and was like, "Oh, you know, I have a friend who wants a baby, but she doesn't want to wait the nine months." And the person's like, hold on, you know, picks up the phone. It's like, here, here's a white baby right now. You can buy it. Uh, you, you can walk out of this restaurant with it right now. Really? Yeah. Holy cow. Fucking crazy. How can you imagine not- what an amazing story that would be if two, like, uh, twins were born and one was taken back to <laughs> the U.S.? There's stories like that. And then one stayed in India and, like, the, them, them meeting at 18 and seeing how different well, their lives were. Well, and then it made me wonder. It's like, okay, so, like, let's say, you know, obviously the producer's not there to buy a baby, but let's say the producer buys this baby. Or so they say. What citizenship does this baby have? Like, does this baby have a birth certificate? And is it a citizen of a country? I assume the I country it was be, born in. It would be the citizenship of both of his parents plus where he was born. Right, it? but the parents may not know that the baby exists. Like, how can they prove But, like, if you, if you showed up at the border with, like, a six-month-old baby and said, I'm coming back in, a six-month-old baby I don't think has a passport so it's just like that's your baby. You have a passport, but birth certificate. Yeah, but then you got to get papers. Like, how do you get it into the system? Yeah, just, how do you get it on the grid? Right. Just I have no idea. A baby posing for really, a passport picture. Really, I think I might be wrong. Story. I might, I, I might actually, I might actually know somebody who had got a passport from the kid when they were under a year old. And I think was, you could put it on your parents' ridic- passport. It was ridiculous. Like the the baby photo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> photo? this is a real thing. I think so. I was making a joke. Can you imagine being nine? And having a baby's face on the passport. <laughs> How old you have like do one, you two. get? <laughs> passport. What do you think Google wants for how old to get? Laid. Liquor. How old to get into Alcohol. an R-rated movie? Oh. How old to get Medicare? How old to get a tattoo? Come on, guys. Just play video games. Uh, and then how old to get a passport? Oh, it's one of the uh, autocompletes? Yeah, it's what it autocompleted. Oh. Passport wasn't on there, though. Hmm. Uh, oh, just tell me what so age no, I can get no, it. Well, you just... Yeah, no. Mm-hmm, you misheard. Mm-hmm. I did? Mm-hmm. We're talking about amnesia. <laughs> yes. All right. No, they're just saying the, the, the age you can get it um, by yourself is 16. That's really weird to me. A 16-year-old can get a passport by themselves? Yeah. So is this era of race not going to last forever? Like, you've got all these different races, which visibly we can tell. But... In like twenty thousand years, will everyone just have shagged each other so much that everyone's the same color? So we'll all I think like so. Tiger Woods kind of thing. Not like mixed race. Yeah, yeah. We made that joke in the ice box one that eventually we'll all look like Tiger Woods, you know, because he's like right. four different races. Yeah, yeah. So I do you think, think this is like a rare time where you can still see where people came from genetically? Like that guy's from Africa, right? Way and back. You can just like you can say, oh, that, that guy's probably from Asia somewhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Just by Looking at somebody, but soon everyone's going to look. I don't know if I say soon. It's still going to. It'll take a long time for that to happen. Most people don't move. Most people don't. 
Most people, you've changed countries. You've changed countries. Yeah, but a lot that's of people, a rare thing. A lot of people do move, and then when your town is full of people who have moved, then the people who don't move are just mixing in with the pot because they have to go somewhere else. But like, what do you mean, but go th- somewhere? Else? Think of like rural areas, in, right. like along the India-China border, where people don't move around. It's like, I'm these, not, and I'm not going to move there. Right. So like, you're not moving there. So in the end, it'll be the people who are who have just stayed with their own race will be the minority. Yeah, I think so like it, a white person will be like, "Whoa!" I think a place like New York City, you could actually like, after a while, there might be an ethnicity that looks like someone's from New York. You know? Oh, right, because everyone's just immigrated there and made sort it's of like a their melting own palette. pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the case, but like, I think it will still maintain some of the evolutionary stuff we've built up over these millions of years, if you believe in that. Um, you know, for the certain areas, because some people are just not going to move; they're just not going to do it. Someone on Twitter, who is this? Uh, and no one else is going to move Yeah, there. but those people are going to die. And then the generation below might move. Well, okay, okay. Sure. So I think eventually everyone will move. Maybe. I mean, you're, I mean, I mean, we're talking about, like, what about, like, rural Brazil? You know what I mean? Or somebody who lives in the mountains of Peru. They're just going to pack up and move to Houston one day? I mean, it could happen. Probably won't. And the people who stay there will probably have more kids, so... I think eventually when travel is easier and teleporting is around, it'll be an absolute <laughs> mess. Here's the other thing, too, is that like people who are more motivated to go and do things with their lives and move other places, they're actually more likely to also delay when they have kids. And it's people who are already set up in their lives and like stay in one place, like small towns. People have kids at like 20 and 19, you know? And so those, there's a lot more generations of those people. But if like somebody packs up and goes off to New York, to the big city, to make a career, that good chance they might not have kids until they're 35. Has anyone ever left like this? Yeah, I was going to say, that I like your going to New York motion. I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York. Going to make things happen. Someone on Twitter, at uh, Heidi Klum's dad, um, no said that they used to take baby passport photos at Walgreens and that the youngest they saw was six months. Wow. Okay, fair enough. How long did this last? Heidi Klum, by the like way, ten year one. in an inter- interracial relationship with a seal. No, she's not with him anymore. No? She I has kids with him, right? They got divorced, they got divorced years ago, like, forever ago. What? She's on the market? No, she's, I think she's with someone else now. I mean, that was like two or three years ago. Seal's on the market? <laughs> Listen, let me look up Heidi Klum. What's she up to these days? <laughs> How do you... She looks good still. She I wonder if she's going to be on that bus in Australia. Like now and then. I'll feed her soon. Heidi Klum looks amazing. She oh, is now Klum. 41 years old. Klum. She's about to be 42. Heidi Burns. That sounds pretty good. Sounds, <laughs> sounds okay. What's Seal's last name? I was about to say she didn't take on Seal's last name, but it's just like, what's Seal's first name? She, she Seal. divorced Seal in 2014. You guys are acting like it's old news. I think this, they've been apart Yeah, they've been apart time. for a long time before. I'm with you, Gavin. What are you got? What are you reading? You guys, have, you guys are making fun of other people for, not, for wasting their time. Heidi you guys Klum, are reading Heidi about Klum, Heidi Klum, Klum. Magazine You guys subscribe to Rose on the Grave magazine? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh. oh, I get it. Heidi Klum separated. Dumb joke. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> so what's, what's Seal's name? Oh, Seal. I don't think his name's Seal. Fine, I'll look it up. I'll do it. They divorced. What is Seal's name? <laughs> oh, here it comes. Here it is. The answer is Erla Seals. What? His name is Seal. Nope. Go on his uh, thingy. Musician. Uh, go on his birth name. That might just be his full name. <laughs> is there a difference between full Well, sometimes name? you can just well, add a name, name to your. I, you know, it's funny that we're, 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 looking, we're looking all this up. Olus- and yet. Olusky- Olusigan. Nailed it. I don't. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. I'm, I'm fascinated. Looks like a Olusigun Olumide Adiola Samuel. What's his nationality, Seal? He's born in London, England. 
Well, don't you look racist. Interesting name for an Englishman. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even know where to start with that comment. Just kidding. You okay, Bernie? I'm just itching. (laughs) Just Just doing a little little scratching over here. No big deal. Don't don't worry about me. Um, I'm good. So we were. all people. I feel like, you know, with. With, uh, you know, there was that, that German Wings plane crash, which was terrible. It happened uh, fairly recently. That was fucked. Did you talk about that last week when no, I wasn't here? we didn't. We didn't talk about it. What? So what happened? Um, you know, obviously they're still trying to figure it all out. But the current prevailing theory is that the captain got up to go use the lavatory during the flight. Co-pilot locked him out of the cockpit and set the autopilot to descend to 100 feet uh, while they were over the mountains. And the plane just slowly descended into the mountains. Um, over the course it was over the course of like 14 minutes or something long period of time and uh, why why can you set autopilot to descend to 100 feet like nowhere near an airport like why is that not the autopilot just does what the the the, the autopilot operates under the assumption that the pilot knows what they're doing the autopilot should you can probably probably override it you know there's probably safety in case the computer messes up the pilots are trained. They can take over the plane and say, no, set it for this. Right. The pilot should always have ultimate control over the plane. Yep. Um, and I guess the doors are so reinforced now that nobody th- can get in there. They said that Im- as part of the emergency equipment on the plane, there's an axe. The captain had the axe and was trying to break down the door to the cockpit. And couldn't do it. And couldn't do it in time. Um, and there was, the weird okay. thing was he went away the, and the black box showed. He got out of his seat. You could hear the seat go back. So the black box is an actual audio recording. I believe it there's is. There's two black boxes. A there's a cockpit voice recorder, which records all the sound in the cockpit, and there's a flight data recorder, which records every instrument on the plane. What is the technology there that stores that? It's like solid state. SSDs. Yeah. Okay. It was like a, I want to say, I heard it described one time. What was it? Uh, Michael Crichton wrote a book called Airframe, and he talked about what the black box is. It, it, back then. Yeah. It used back to be then like it used to be like uh, metal tape. Uh-huh. Like stuff that won't necessarily burn in a fire. Yeah, and it was like insulated in a box that could. So protect what happened it. on the black box recording? So uh, he goes, they the they hear the pilot's seat go back, and he says he's going, go out, shut the door. Then literally nothing. Like the guy didn't say a word, didn't react to anything when they're trying to break. Can down you the not door. hear him? The other guy yelling through the door. You could. They could uh, hear that. And they could hear him hitting the door. And you could hear the co-pilot breathing. I think so. It shows that he didn't pass out or something. Right. Like yeah. They could right. hear. Well, you could. You breathe when you pass out. I mean, like. He just he just lost his damn mind. Yeah, and they don't uh, know, and we might never know, but they think so. Yeah, yeah. They I, said didn't like, they say that he was told that he was losing his vision and he might lose his pilot's license or something along that? They're still trying to figure that out. He had some kind of medical issue. They're not quite sure why. Yeah. Look, look, we talk about plane stuff on this podcast a lot, but there's a really morbid thing here too, which is they they talked about the passengers, and they they made this, the newspaper and the airline uh, made the statement that the passengers didn't know what was taking place until just before the plane crashed. If a dude is breaking down a door with a fucking axe, you have an idea that something is going wrong. Yeah, they said they could hear passengers screaming. Yeah. Uh, and that before the plane had its final collision, they could hear the right wing scrape against a mountaintop. Oh, God. Wow. Terrifying. That's horrifying, man. That's absolutely fucking horrifying. So happy that's to hear And that somebody would subject that other people to that, that they would put somebody through that, man. That's why I don't know what... I assume you get paid a ton of money to be a pilot, but why would anyone want to be a pilot? What do you mean? Of a, of, of of like three hundred people. Like, oh. I don't I don't want to have a job where I'm, I'm a doctor. Yeah, but I don't want to have a job where I'm responsible for even one person's life. Yeah. I can't imagine daily being responsible for hundreds of people's lives every single day. Back and forth and back and forth. That's crazy. 
I've never been in a situation where I could endanger someone's life. I'm trying to think if you have been in one where you have. I've never driven a car with anyone in it. Yeah, yeah you've very famously said that. Yeah. That's why you don't want to drive a if car. If you have kids, you'll kind of be responsible for someone's life. Yeah, I just haven't yet. I'm not ready for it. That's a, that's a, It's something that I bugs me about when I'm directing something, you know, is that I won't put people in a position where they could be hurt, even though people are like, I'm fine, I can do this thing. And it's like, we did stuff on Laser Team where it's like, I'm okay. Matt was like, okay, good. And it was like, okay, I guess I'm doing this, yeah. you know? But if it's like, I would look at somebody up on a platform and go, yeah, you can't, don't do this. We'll have the stunt guys do that or something. Or I, even the I, stunt guys, they'd be like, eh. I have that to like, an extent with Dan. Like, I put Dan in situations where he might get hurt. Right. But he knows he might get hurt, and I do. But he's not ever going to die. But he was, recently, he was like, shoot me with a taser. I was like, I don't, I don't want to kill you by accident. Right. I don't want to be the guy that kills you physically with my finger. The worst he's been hurt is the oil on his hand. When you guys yeah, tried that thing. Yeah, some hot oil on his hand. But what do you think the most danger he was in? Yeah, we recreated the oil one. Yeah. It was risky. You know what I would say was the most danger of all the things you've done on Slumo Guys is the thing where Dan is just sitting at that fucking table and the watermelon explodes yeah. <laughs> next to him. I mean, in slow motion, it makes it look ten times worse, too, because it's like it just goes bang off and he goes, oh. Yeah. You know, but then in slow motion, you watch everything hit his face and somehow it all misses his eye. Yeah, I don't know how. That one, if it hit his eye, he probably would have been injured in the eye. Wouldn't have killed him. But we used these little firecrackers that were about this big. Yeah. And we made the mistake of just not testing one. Like, we just let one off. But unless you surround it with something, you don't really know how powerful it is. Totally different. We were just like, like, yeah, we'll use this one. It was probably the most powerful explosive I've ever used. And it was this big. Wow, what was it? Just a little firecracker. The bird scarer is how you buy them. Which slumber guys is that? It was I the love one... in the UK. You don't have firecrackers. You have bird scarers. Oh, they're not really <laughs> legal if they're called bangers or firecra- firecrackers. Bangers. But you can use them to – they actually sell them on rope. So what you do is you light a rope and a farmer would throw them in his field. Mm-hmm. And the rope slowly burns, setting one off every like 20 minutes. So you you have like a, a rope of 20 and just throw it. Oh, and all cool. day it will be like <sighs> – you yeah. just pull them off the rope and put them in melons. <laughs> Listen, dude, birds are fucking birds are a big pain in the ass. I just, I we have so many birds in Austin. You I wish sh- you were wearing your grackle shirt right now. Oh, like grackle. Gus actually told me that he has that shirt and he wears it on the podcast from time to time. I've worn it. Your HEB grackle shirt. Yeah, I've heard that. I've had that shirt for months. I don't remember seeing it. Austin, we have grackles, and sometimes Sorry. you'll find parts of Austin at certain times of the year where it's just the sky is black with these birds. They're like crows essentially, and, and like the the power lines or the telephone lines, they're just like. They're endless. They're packed with birds. And it's like one of the scariest things you've ever seen. They're annoying as hell, those birds. And they just, they're just annoying the as hell. The noise they make. Yeah. It's like ringing in the ears. Yep. And they just caw and caw and caw. And there's like thousands of them. I never understood what that is. Where the fuck do those birds go when they're not in Austin? They fly south? The Grackle Bar. <laughs> That's why it's called that. Hey, did they ever open that container bar in downtown Austin at Rainier Street? I yes. They did. Did yes, they? Yes, there's a bar called Container. I actually know someone who works there. Is it good? Who do you know that works there? A friend of a friend. Can they get us free drinks? Probably. Really? I think they got free drinks right here. Free. Yeah, you want me to open it? I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) No one, no one's responding. Um, We have seven beers open right now. (laughs) The reason I uh, I brought up, I'm gonna go back a bit bit here. The reason I brought up that um, German wings flight was uh, because that's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Yeah. There's um, there's uh, and then I'm gonna go to tangent again. I, I, it was a terrible tragedy. It's, it's rare that something like that happens where, you know, you get a pilot who intentionally does something uh, malicious with a plane. Could happen with any career, though. Right, could happen. And uh, I, I just hope we don't see, like, any knee-jerk regulation to uh, 
against this this kind of thing. You know, I, 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 I would hate for pilots to to lose control of the plane. Like I would hate for a situation to be where now planes the autopilot always overrides an actual pilot or something like that. You know, that would be awful. Uh, but I was surprised to learn that in Europe they don't have the same regulations as far as two people having to be in the cockpit at all times. Because if you've flown here in the U.S., you know when one pilot leaves the cockpit the senior flight attendant goes in and takes their place. I didn't, oh, know, really? that. I didn't know that. You, I, I see it all the time. That's smart. In, I just figured they were You know what? Out. When in, they do that exchange, I don't look at them. I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm like plotting. Yeah. I, I, I'm so <laughs> stupid like that. It's so funny how that's the way the world is now, is that you want to be really careful on a flight that, as an innocent, innocent person, you don't want to be seen as a malicious person. When you're ever shopping, like in a convenience store or something like that, do you ever present yourself in a way that shows you're not stealing stuff? All the time. <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah, well, I, like, I you're do. like, oh, I, I put my hand in my pocket, but I have to clearly demonstrate yeah. that Here I didn't is steal my it. phone. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. <laughs> a phone, my phone, back in the pocket. I don't, I don't do that in, in those situations because I quite like that procedure being done on me, but me coming out innocent. Because then I feel like Did, I passed the I test. Think we talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I love proce- procedure if it's fine for me. Like, I love it when they search my bag and it's like, damn right, my bag's fine. Thank you very much. I yeah. do that at CVS, though. Like, if Shame I have to, you. If I have to put my cell phone in my purse, I'll make sure that I'm in like a really wide aisle in the middle. that they could see you and I'm just like... Yeah, but even if they stop you and search you, you're fine. Yeah, but You're not going to go to jail. Did you see like a lot of those... A lot of the behaviors that TSA agents look for in lines to screen people like leaked out onto the internet. I feel like I don't want to read and, that though because then I'll do it. Right. It was a lot of a lot of like dumb stuff. What like, were they? I, the one I remember is like if someone's looking down a lot. At anything or just at the floor? Like at the floor or like in line. Uh, I if, it, was, it was a whole... If someone is eating candy in the candy aisle. Dumb list. <laughs> I, I think, you know, someone... Is it because they're avoiding eye contact? I guess. I don't know. Or someone's laughing or... No, it wasn't laughing. It was... Uh, <laughs> How dare you have fun at the airport? So everyone's going to walk, everyone who's read this list is going to be going through like this now. Yeah, it was, it was just so many like dumb little things. Just, like staring at everybody in line. Like, um, Oh, but the reason, going back again, the, the whole German wing thing. Um, like Because of this, I don't know, uh, people bring up like old air disasters. And people have been tweeting me one in particular a ton lately. It's that old Russian Aerofloat flight where, um, I think, I remember when it was, it was a long time ago. Uh, a pilot let his 16-year-old son into the cockpit. Oh, uh, this one was fucking terrible. And uh, they were at cruising altitude, and the autopilot was on. This and, is a big, like a Boeing. Yeah, it was like an A320, I think, okay. Airbus. Um, Airbus. And uh, the autopilot was on, so it's like, oh, we're going to let the 16-year-old son pretend, like, make him think he's flying the plane. And, like, the captain adjusted the autopilot a bit, so it would, like, turn and shit. What they didn't realize was, for safety, if on this particular plane, if... You started manipulating the controls. The autopilot would disengage, assuming the pilot, something's wrong with the autopilot, and the pilot's stepping in to correct it. And he just put the plane into a dive that they never recovered from. And they have um, a like a, a like a little three D recreation of what the plane did uh, based on the black box, based on the data from the black box, and it's fucking awful. I can't imagine. Like what happened? Uh, well, first it do- well first it starts turning, and they think that the pilots put it into a holding pattern. You can see the, you can see it online. The yeah, CG. and then it like dips down, and starts diving, and then it comes back up, and then it kind of stalls and rolls and is doing this. Oh, That's, I mean, God. there's points where it's pointing straight down, and there's points when it's like upside. Down. The upside down bit, I think, would be the worst. That'd be unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that would be un- if I was like, in a passenger jet and it went upside down. Yeah, because like a, pl- a plane can dive. Yes. I, you'd be terrified because you, you'd be going straight down. But you'd also at least you're, you're not upside. Like if, if a plane is upside down, you know something's gone awfully wrong. 
I wonder if a passenger jet has ever gone upside down and then recovered. Because it was just like they just couldn't recover it. They just And you're watching them struggle trying to recover and you're like, oh, they got it. The plane is flying in this direction, but so then it just loses its shit. What about it is making it so they can't recover? Is it just they're going down too fast and the flaps it's aren't like speed working? Speed and everything else. Yeah. Like, is at the one point, just going against the flaps? You're not really hearing about it too much, but at one point they're like leveled off and they start to go like that. And you hear one of the pilots say, not again, not again. Like whatever the scenario is, like came back around. Like they, was, they may have been stalling or something. Right. Like yeah. after they recover. Like but the then they said they had too, too much speed at one point. When they were going down, they mm-hmm. weren't able to pull out because they were just like. Yeah, I, I guess planes are designed to work at pretty strict parameters, and when a plane's going too yeah. fast, it's just not not an effective plane anymore. Yeah, right. you know, you know, there's going to be somebody right now, either not in the live stream, but sometime in the future when this podcast comes out, or years down the road when they're listening to this again, that they're going to be on a fucking plane while we're talking about all this stuff. I always think about that. I hate these conversations. Yeah, I it know. makes me so paranoid. There's about a million other things though <laughs> that. What is that? Just that <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> that's uh, that's Jack. Everybody put another one on Jack. <laughs> I really wish she would have made his shorts colored though. For some reason, I like it when really Jack weird. is bigger than everyone else. Like I love that statue of him in Achievement City. I just love to think that, that guy is inside <laughs> that. Just like stood over his house. He looks super comfy. Oh, I'd I'd ride Jack down the river. Who's fishing? When, oh, I should, that shouldn't be. When I uh, whenever <laughs> I play a flight simulator, you know you get, you know you can fly routes. Like I'll I'll pretend like I'm flying from Austin, LA, or whatever. And uh, I always try to get there as fast as I can. And uh, it's funny, like you, in, when you're in a plane flight simulator, you get like overspeed warnings. It starts like click, 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 like yeah, over yeah. and like, nah, fuck it. I'm, gonna, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going as fast as I can there. What does that mean in the game? Does it actually affect the game? Yeah, you know, it affects the way that the, the plane flies. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck, I'm just going straight. Like I'm, I'm not doing anything. I would always, because I'd get bored of just flying properly in flight simulator. So I'd always <laughs> modify it so that I had like... I had like eight miles of fuel, so I'd run out of fuel immediately and mm-hmm. have to land. There's, probably. there's an interesting uh, option you can enable where if you're flying, it randomly may or may not have a failure of some kind. That's cool. And it's like, you don't know. It's just so it's like, oh shit, like something's wrong. It's like, fuck, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like going, like trying to figure it all out, going to the checklist. I fucking love flight simulators, if you didn't know that. By any chance, yeah, I, d- I feel like they didn't make new ones. Though, nah, nah, not they really. Made one. they, they used to do one every year. Like, yeah. I think I had Flight Simulator like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand X. Yeah, I yeah. think X was the last. It one. is X was years ago. Yeah, it was like five or six is years ago. Wait, you know, you there like was the another. What was the franchise that took it over? Yeah. There's, there's something else that became like, uh, like Microsoft Euro- made the Flight Simulator franchise. <laughs> Euro Truck Simulator. There's no, no, no. There's like another brand. Truck I can't simulator? remember what his name. Oh, yeah. There, I mean, there's there's several of them. That same thing is happening right now with SimCity. Where oh, the last yeah. SimCity was super disappointing to everybody, and then uh, Cities Skyline came out, uh, and everybody loves that because they made the game that people wanted. Right, and they have like kind of like kind of taken that franchise away from them. I think Saints Row was in uh, a position to do that with GTA, like kind of take away the genre from the people who made the genre what it is. Saints Row was very smart because they were the first Saints Row was just a GTA clone; it had nothing else, straight up. But it came out before GTA on the next gen. Yep. which was the 360. So it got tons of sales because of that. And then they made like three other ones yeah, between then, the time that they made another GTA. Yeah. Didn't so, Maxis get closed down just back on the Sim thing? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. You're Maxis right. Maxis did uh, get shuttered. So who makes yeah. Sims Why? 4? Maxis what, used to be in Austin reasoning? too, Barb, at one point. Seriously? Yeah, there were Maxis offices here. I'm a huge Sims fan. Yeah, the, uh, I, like I want to say the headquarters was in Emeryville. Could be wrong about that. Did you ever play any of the off-brand Sim games like Sim Ant? I, I fucking a... love Sim Ant. Did What's you? Sim I, Ant? You're the guy. Red Ant for life. 
<laughs> Did I you play Sim Tower? Sim Tower? I played Sim Tower. Sim, Sim, Sim Tower was... Great. I played Sim Golf was good. Sim Mishuno. Mishuno. Uh, Sim Tower was, mis was misnamed. Sim Tower should have been called fucking Sim Elevator. I know. It, it was just about managing elevators. But can I ask you this question? <laughs> when you're waiting for an elevator, what is it in a hotel... What is the amount of time you have to wait for an elevator before you think of that game? <laughs> it's is pretty it, fast. It's like 30 seconds for me. I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck playing these elevators? <laughs> like, they need an express elevator in here right away. <laughs> it's so true. What? And that game was so lousy. What's Sim Ant? You're an, an ant. ant in an ant Can you be colony. a tick? No, you're an ant, dude. It's not. It's Sim Ant. And, uh, <laughs> but then you can call it Semantics. And you're, oh, oh, hey. Yay. You're in like the backyard no, of a house. Gavin does it. <laughs> you're in the too. backyard of a house and there's red ants and black ants and they fight and you're trying to get to the house because that's where all the food is to set up a colony in the house mm. and then every now and then like the homeowner will come out and mow his lawn and you have to like hide so the lawnmower doesn't like suck that's you up. Funny. We have a couple things we have to get to. So we have a special clip tonight. Oh shit, I totally yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. We have a bunch of special stuff to talk about and tonight. And I'm going to do something rare. I'm going to step away when we show this clip because I need to go check on something else. Thank God. Fuck off. <laughs> you going to set up this clip? Oh, you want to explain it? You, you want to set this up? Oh, you want me to set up? Okay, so a uh, big thing that's happening this week is that uh, Wednesday is 1 April, and that is the 12th anniversary of Rooster Teeth Productions. Yay! And, hey! Which also makes it the 12th anniversary of the first episode of Red vs. Blue hey! in season one. I like that we have season 13 starting, like, literally on our 12th anniversary. I like the fact that we, like, keep up with it, like, that well. That's yeah. how it's done. Uh, but uh, Miles Luna is the writer and director of Red vs. Blue Season 13, and Yay. he gave us a special clip fresh from his amazing animation staff that he has. Miles and, and that group He's a have busy been dude these days. Absolutely yeah, killing like it. at least 25 people back there. I mean, it? they're killing it. I so, see Miles at a different desk. Every time I walk by the animation, he's like looking over someone's shoulder. He's like the overseer. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he, he, he's doing a phenomenal job as a director. Phenomenal. Crazy busy. And uh, so he gave us a special clip from Red vs. Blue, Season 13, Episode 1, which debuts this week, correct? A yes. day early yeah. for sponsors as day well. Day early for sponsors, that is correct. So it'll debut tomorrow. Tomorrow, or today sponsors. if you're watching the podcast on Tuesday. Or yesterday if you're watching on Wednesday. <laughs> or two days ago if you're watching on Thursday. There we go. It'll debut on, on Tuesday, and then Wednesday will be the official release of Red vs. Blue, Season 13, Episode 1. Let's take a quick look. Ah. Hey, Sassany, why are we stopping? Let me guess, you letting us go? Quiet <laughs> down. Just picking up what I hope are hitchhikers here. In your dreams, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Stas, hurry up. It's just weird seeing a military bird out here on our own like this, you know? Ooh, maybe it's some top-secret covert ops. Some hush-hush, you-never-saw-us type of shit. Yeah, and if we're lucky, they'll kill you to keep this quiet. Hey, we got a deadline to meet, all right? Ready up. Pelican crew, you may now open your bay door and slowly exit the vehicle. Ooh. Where are we? We back? Spooky. What was Hello. in there? We're going to have to find that, wait a little later this week to find out. That was the first thing I've ever seen from the season of Red vs. Blue. It looks beautiful. Didn't it look amazing? That was Did amazing. A fantastic job. We've, we, we've, 
you know, had some animations, but we have seasons where we go more heavy on animation and some where we draw back and go more towards machinima. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is definitely very heavy with animation. More so along like the, the uh, lines of like a season 10, I would say. Okay. It's looking, it's looking amazing. Yeah. yeah. And the script's fantastic. I'd like to take that, go back in time, <laughs> show it to you during season one of Red vs. Blue and be like, hey, this is Red vs. Blue. And you'd be like, oh? Hey, I have a question for you, Gavin. Yeah. How would you explain Red vs. Blue to a caveman? It's a sitcom. I wouldn't know <laughs> uh, Oh, okay. Caveman totally knows that. Oh. <laughs> you go, like friends? I mean, like... <laughs> I love that, Rachel. Ross and Rachel. <laughs> she uh, got out like... the plane. <laughs> Ross should hit with club. <laughs> Do you remember that shirt that kid was wearing at San Diego Comic-Con that said she got off the plane? You weren't there. No, Never mind. There was a kid at San Diego Comic-Con a couple of years ago who I think was from Romania or something, clearly not speaking English as a first language, and he had a shirt that was just a white shirt with Ross and Rachel with hearts all around it that said she got off the plane. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love it. It's fucking weird. Anyways. Um, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this other thing before our other announcements. Bring it back. I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Trunk Club. You want to read it? Guys, you might hate shopping, but you still want to look good, right? What if you could snap your fingers and have a trunk full of clothes that fit perfectly and made you look amazing? You're going to love what gets delivered to you from Trunk Club. At trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth, you answer a few simple questions about your look, style, and size, and then they assign a real person who helps to style you. They email you a list of clothes they recommend sending you. You approve, and at no cost to you, they ship a trunk full of fresh new clothes to your door. Try them on, keep what you want, send back what you don't in their prepaid box. That's it. A better wardrobe than you could pick out yourself in minutes. Uh, did I mention the service is free? Your stylist, the shopping, the box, even the shipping, all 100% free when you go to trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. You, you only pay for the clothes you keep. No ongoing subscription, no hidden charges, no malls. Just great clothes handpicked for your style. Um, try it right now, completely free. Get started. Go to trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth today. That's trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. Do you, think this, Trump Club. do you think this beer thing works upside down? No. Yes. Do not do that. What is this? Do not. What would... Don't. You will fucking make a mess. <laughs> it's what like ha- telling your child, stop. Upside down. You're like the cat. You have to like drink all those beers. Up. Speaking of being a kid. Yeah, you do. Drink your beer. I tell my kids that all the time. Drink your beer. <laughs> <laughs> you open all these beers. Fucking if, you don't, if you don't drink your beer, you're not going to get a joint later. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your shrooms. <laughs> no, I know it's more like kids, put that bong drink, down. Drink your beer. The strip club closes in one hour. <laughs> we got to They're gonna kick it's us out. It's a two drink minimum, dude. I went to a place. I, uh, I hate. <laughs> I hate when they turn on the lights, like the fluorescent lights. You like, hate that. I hate it. You are visibly and audibly annoyed by that. I will to yell. Them. I will yell at bartenders when they do it. Good. Yeah. You should. I'm like, I'm, I get so mad about it. I, I went to one the other day. They, tur- they turned the lights on. We went out. And he said, thanks for coming. You were like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I went to one the other day, Gavin, where they turned the lights. And I went like this. Boop. They come on. I went, ah, like that. And then the guy behind the bar fucking starts blinking them. Like, Uh, blink, 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 blink. What, to piss you off? Just, I don't know if he's trying. That was his MO to get people the hell out of his bar. It's like how to get kids in class to shut up. Get out of here, customers, you fuckers. See ya. God, I hate that so much. Thanks for paying. But what would you rather have? Would you rather have them come up to you and tell you to leave? Or is it nice to just have a global indicator that you've got to leave? Just tell us. You'd rather be told. I'd rather just get out of here. Yeah. They should just, like, turn they down did, the, the music or something. The hotel bar where we stayed uh, in uh, San Francisco, they, they said, I went up and I go, I can't get another beer. They go, oh, we already had last call. And we, we they don't ring the bell? Nope, none of that stuff. There was, it, was, it was weird. We, we came back from 
one night. We were in San Francisco two nights. We came back and there was all these people in the bar drinking. They were at a conference. And it was a conference of people who handle international bankruptcies. Like massive, wow. massive international bankruptcies. Of like countries? And these guys looked like the richest pricks <laughs> ever. And they didn't give a fuck one about it. One guy's like, yeah, I got grease. Yeah, just to his to his friend. They're all like, I was, all, so I even said to him, I was like, so are you guys happy when the economy is up? And they go, not really. <laughs> so like when everything's doing great, we don't have much business. They go, so like, I go, I said, so you must have really liked two thousand eight. And literally, like three of the dudes, Gus, they went like this. They went, oh. <laughs> they're like two thousand eight. They like wiped their mouth with hundred dollar bills. You know, not one of the guys had an American accent either. Not one of them. They were all just like indescribably foreign. Every single one of them. They're from the future. Like, yeah. They were like, like, they were like, is that guy Irish or is he South African or is he Australian? It's like, <laughs> couldn't figure out anybody where anybody was from based on their accent. Tiger Woods. Wow. It, Tiger Woods, basically. The, the worst, and I think I've bitched about this. It's been a few years since I bitched about this. The worst state for last call is Washington State. Why? They stopped serving at 2 a.m., but oh. last call is at 1 a.m. No. So there's an hour. Austin's of- worse because you'll be at a fucking place and they'll go... You know what? We want to go home. It's 11 p.m. Last call. I that should be illegal. No, nah, where, where do they do that? They don't do that. You guys have never been a bar where they're like, it's like 12 at night and they're like, their last call is at midnight. Only if it's like a weekday and that's just when they close. Well, they're just like whatever. I get the feeling it's like totally. Well, like, surely it's up to them though. If they own it, just be like, get out. I own it. No, it's true. They totally do. But it's like in Austin, it's like I think there should be a standard that we're open till 2 a.m. because we're a fucking bar and it's Austin and where it's people. Austin. Want to be out late. People want to drink. Rainier Street, we went, well, we had to go. Rainier Street? Ra- what do you call you it? Rainy. Rainy Street. Rainier's in <laughs> Washington. The, uh, <laughs> we were there the other night drinking with uh, the laser team. We had like a laser team rap, second rap party after we did additional photography. And uh, we went from one bar they closed at midnight, went to the next bar they closed at 1 a.m. And then we went to another bar that was going to close at 2 a.m. I had to leave because I had to go pick up Ashley from somewhere. She was coming in, the, in from the airport. And uh, so I left in just enough time. Her plane got delayed, and she got in at like one thirty. I think it was PAX East. Would have been yeah. PAX East. So we were just out drinking until like 2 a.m., but we had to change bars twice in order to do that. Mm. Just unacceptable. You mean you didn't go to Barbarella's and stay at 2-3? What's Barbarella? They have a 3 a.m. last call? Yeah, Barbarella's is, I think, the only bar in that area that stays up until 3. No, nah, I'm not going to So that. everybody goes there around like one thirty. We went from Bangers. Yes. To something else, to a really cool place I like called the Whiskey Bar at the end. It's like all wood on the inside. It's fucking badass. You like wood? I do like wood. I do. I'm a, wood, I'm a fan of wood. I like wood. Yeah. I like dark woods. I feel you. Oh, did I tell you I've come, <laughs> up with, I've come up with my new job after I don't work here anymore? Uh, please. <laughs> Hopefully that won't be for a long time. Yeah, what are we What's transitioning you to? What's the path? I think I make the perfect... Nope. Beer opener? Nope. <laughs> like, user experience quality man. Oh, that's a huge defa- demand for user, user experience, experience quality, man. Like your Xbox One issue that you would... Yeah, yeah, I got a list. It's like, just run it by me. Okay, for example, right. On the Xbox One, you launch a game. The game needs an update. You know what the Xbox does after that? You update the game. It takes you to the apps page where it updates the game. And it says downloading. It shows the progress. Right. Then it disappears because right, it's, it's done. Yeah. So not only does it not launch the game mm-hmm. like you pressed, like you don't care about the update. You want to play the game. That's why you press in the game. Right. It doesn't automatically start the game. And it takes you to a page that doesn't have the game on it. Does so you're it? just left with this empty page that you're sat on. There's, it's like, who thought There's a notification that pops up that tells you update completed. And then you hit the jewel and go to your game. 
Yeah, if you're sitting there the moment the yeah. game finishes. Uh, and if you have notifications. Otherwise, like. you come back to an empty queue. So you then have to, like, two more presses just to get back to the thing you already did. Wow, you got to hit two buttons. It's just like, it's just where's the polish, you know? Where is, where's, like, the Apple level of polish? There is a... And Apple sucks, too, actually. <laughs> yeah. iOS 8 is a giant turd ball. So you, I, I just you need... say iOS 8, I say the iPhone 6. Because, yeah. Because I associate the two together. But, yeah. I don't know. It's just... We, Dog. Gavin and I. <laughs> I'm just so annoyed by technology at the moment. I it, texted Gav from San Francisco, beca- or if I was in LA, and I was getting my son JD. Do you know my son JD is 13 years old now? That's crazy. I, I feel like what? you keep mentioning this because you're so blown away by. I'm it. blown away by it. It's crazy. I'm blown away. It's like by you it. can't believe it. Like you've been with him the whole time. Yeah, he's I feel been like there for this other people, time. other people don't see him all the time. So it's like, oh man, you, but you live like you've lived. With I have him. pictures That's of like him the deal. first time you let him play a game on Xbox Live. Yeah, you and put you have a, a picture of that controller in his hand. Uh, he was playing Halo Two. He had the little Halo Two headset. <laughs> yeah, my little brother just turned twenty-one, and I feel the same way. I'm just like, you're six years old in my mind. Yeah, it's nuts. But uh, I was getting him a present, and then they had. I thought potentially one of the presents I get him would be like a smartwatch. You know, because thirteen's like a big milestone. Like a pebble. I ended up getting him. I ended up getting him headphones, and JD's like mature above his years even. And I was gonna get him Beats because they seemed like a young thing to get. Give somebody and Beats then I, by Dre. but then I was worried. It's like, is Beats douchey? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, yeah. so I got them Bose like head, like wireless headphones. The noise canceling ones. The noise canceling, and they got Bluetooth, so they're fucking rocking. I like wires when it comes to headphones because I don't like the interference noise. I feel you. From like, mm-hmm. he can wire it. I had a, a pair can, of can, wireless I don't use. You can you can plug in a wire for it too. You have oh, and it turns off the Bluetooth. Too. You have three pairs of headphones on your desk, Gus. Yes, I have a headphone problem. You lost you lost headphones recently, didn't you? You sending angry emails. We got found. They got found. Where were they? They were in the conference room. Oh, oh. that was me then. <laughs> you fucker. Were they pink? Yes. Oh fuck. Sorry, that was me. <laughs> was it really? That was me. Yeah. Did you not see all those emails? Yeah, but you know. <laughs> he was like, a lot of emails. He said the second one was just like return them in capital. Letters. No, it was like seriously, what the fuck? Return yeah. them. I put bright pink headphones in the conference room. They should have made their way back there. It's not my fault. They I think it was a, one of the new employees <laughs> pro- actually the problem put them is away. They kept getting cleaned up and putting in storage in the conference room. I think I, I, I'm trying to remember why I took them out. I can't. Oh, we took them out for when we interviewed Harrison Ford, <laughs> who, was, uh, who was just let out of the uh, hospital. By Are the way. you ever going to talk about that? So congratulations. No, it was a huge honor. Yeah. I mean, I've been a fan for years. Big deal. Do, uh, yeah. do did you say we had other announcements? Is there anything else we're going to talk about? Yeah. So. Um, this is a video probably we're going to put up to announce it here pretty soon, but everyone watching the live stream at this point um, is a sponsor. We actually had very late last week a promotional opportunity that came up, and we were like, oh, that sounds really cool. Um, so the video will explain a little bit more about it, um, but I want to give people a heads up so they can kind of like preload and get ready for it. Um, there's this thing on the internet called Best Day Ever, which is a day when they focus on – it's like a collection of – good deeds and cool stuff that makes the world better and they like showcase that like fun pranks where they pay for people's dinners and stuff like that kind of like a whole like pay it forward kind of a day and uh the sponsor of it is chevrolet um and they came to us and they said what would rushi like to do to make the world a better place like what could you guys do can you guys think of something fun to do and uh we were just in the middle of uh getting set to interview the broken lizard guys because they just broke our crowdfunding record on indiegogo and we're gonna give them the belt and all this stuff and we're going out to la to do this whole podcast that'll be on Wednesday, uh, a live stream that we're doing from LA from the YouTube space at about noon, I think, on Pacific time. Yes. So just that. So I think it's noon though. I think it's when we go on. There's a, there's like twelve people as part of this best day ever, twelve hours, like a huge telecast, uh, and we're one hour of it. Rooster Teeth, 
And so they asked us, what would you like to do? And we started thinking about like how good our last year has been. We got a new building. We you know hire all these new employees. And then the biggest story, I think, for Rooster Teeth in the last 12 years, 12 years, 12 months, is that we funded Laser Team. We funded it because of all of you contributing to crowdfunding. And we're having this discussion right now with the Broken Lizard guys on Best Day Ever. That's all about crowdfunding as well. So we thought, here's what we could do to try to make the world a little bit better. Uh, why don't we try to do something fun, but that also pays back some of the goodwill and karma that's come our way. Uh, we'll pay that forward in a way. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be letting people submit ideas for a project that they've always had in the back of their head. And then we're going to give them $10,000 to fund it. We're going to select one person out of all the submissions that come in. Uh, they have to be very brief because we've got to read through a ton of these things. Um, and you'll see the form when it goes up. But there'll be a video that explains that a little bit later tonight. And if you have a project that you've always wanted to work on, uh, thanks to Chevrolet and Rooster Teeth, we'll be able to hopefully make that happen for you. So that would be great. We would love to do that. Ten big ones. Yeah, that's a lot to start a project. And so one, we're going to select one project out of all of them. Uh, and you'll have, to submit that, uh, you'll have to submit that form online. You'll need a Google account to do it. That was the only way we could authenticate. Right. But I figured most people have a Google account. My and we're going to we're gonna look at them. Salad. I feel like that's really important to stress. I feel like we're It's not a, a contest. Right. We're not like selecting at random. We are reading through, and it's totally me, Gus, Gavin, and Barbara. We'll be reading these things and saying, we like this. We think this makes the world a better place. If like, anybody wants like to. The, uh, it's like the Dragon's Den. The Shark Tank. Whatever you call it. Yeah. I know Dragon's Yeah, but it could be anything. It could be a... Artistic project. It could be a gaming project. Could be it potato salad. Could be potato salad. I that makes the that. world more interesting. Something like that. So I hope if you're interested in that kind of thing, here's an opportunity for you. Hopefully you'll take advantage of it. Yep. And we'll, like I said, I think um, that's going on at noon on Wednesday. Noon Which Pacific is time. minus eight GMT. There's also going to be a whole lot of stuff coming out on Wednesday for our anniversary. So make sure you're around the internet during that day. I told the anniversary totally snuck up on me this year. I know. I can't believe this year is holding us. It's this been might a be year the fastest year since we moved here. Yeah, can you believe that? Nuts! Into this building, it's almost been. It was April exactly last year. Yeah. I remember getting lost in this place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember there was in, a truck over there. We moved before. May one, right? Wasn't there a move day? Was it? It's like we, end of April. It's I been somehow crazy. missed every single move. Funhouse guys just moved into the, their new offices. We just opened the new uh, full screen Rushi's offices in Playa Vista. With the worst walls that in wall? the entire world. What's that? The wall looks like a magic eye painting. Yeah, I don't is. know what that is. They said they asked for that specifically. Is, is it meant to make people vomit? No, I don't they, know. They did not. How do you film it. that without it like swimming on you? Maybe that's the the effect. Just aliasing and <laughs> weird. Although YouTube. is it bigger than their previous studio? Uh, I, you know what? I actually I, I've seen the place, but I haven't seen the actual inside studio yet because it's like I don't know how the space was carved up because I haven't yeah. been back to LA in a couple. Not during the week. I haven't been back in a couple of weeks. So I think I say in a couple of hours. No, I'm going back. Yeah. I'll be there later this week for yeah. this. Uh, Me too. I'm excited everything. to see uh, the new the new studio. Oh, it's going to be so great. While, while I'm yeah. out there, we'll be the first people from Rooster Teeth to be in there and see it for the first time. I'm oh, going to pee it? in an sure. office and claim it. Oh, I'm going to piss all over and be like, yeah, that's mine. We are like two blocks from the YouTube space in LA. We're right there. Oh. Yeah. I always remember the YouTube space being really far from everything. The YouTube space is really far from everything, but it's really close for us. Because if you want to go go to the L.A. office, all you got to do, go to the airport, jump on a plane. It's a two-hour commute. You land at LAX, two hours and 15 minutes going west. And then it's like a 10-minute ride from the airport. It's so that. close to there. That's if what I'm that. most excited about is how easy it is to get there from the airport. So our commute is basically like two and a half hours to get to the, to the L.A. office. You can go there and back in one day now if you wanted to. You know, which most people. And for honestly, for Southern California, a two and a half hour commute is not unheard of if you fucking live there. So, yeah. Yeah. or you could book, you know, something to shoot in the studio. You know, go there, shoot for four hours, and just get the fuck back. Yep. 
It's interesting. Yeah. It's in, yeah. It's, it's, it's a day trip. Do slow-mo guys there. Could. You can use You're going to fall in love with it. You're going to move over there. <laughs> uh, I like LA a lot. It's sunny as hell. Yeah. Uh, people, people are asking questions like all the rules, like what's this, what's that? Can U.S. citizens apply, non-U.S. citizens apply? There are no rules. It's not a contest. You just submit a project and we will give money to the project we like the best. That's Universal the only money. criteria that we're using. Show me thing. potato and salad. We'll yeah. have a video later tonight yeah. explaining it. Yeah, and it's, there'll be a video to explain how to do it a little bit later. It's a simple form online. Um, it's basically three fields that are not more than 140 characters per field, basically. One of them is a little bit longer, and then that's it. What's the worst form you ever had to fill out? Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ashley just got her uh, TSA uh, pre-check finally after me like going through pre-check without her so many times. She actually has pre-check now on every airline. I only have it on American and oh, re- U.S. Air. How'd she manage that? Yeah, you suck. Yeah, it. you pay like eighty bucks for three years or something. It took, Worth it. It took her like it took her like two minutes to get it too. She had, she had to go down for an interview. They like walked in. The person was like surprised to see anybody, the, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, great." And the worst part that. about that is they. They tell you where the office is, but they don't tell you what suite it is. So you go there, and when I went to go do my interview there, there's no building directory or everything. I hit every fucking button on the elevator. And uh, why? Because it's like it's, it's somewhere in here. So you just search every floor, right? And it turned out <laughs> to be on the top floor. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" I had to go through every floor of this goddamn building, and then it's on the top floor. I'm just sad that I. A lady saw me looking lost, and she directed me. She didn't even. A lady saw Ashley looking lost and directed her. Yeah, I wish I had had that. <laughs> that's, that's. I could crazy. never get that because I'm a Canadian citizen. Yeah, me too. Luckily, I have enough miles yeah. on American where I get it on American. And I only fly American. Sarah Stoker on Twitter right. just said <laughs> that her mom's commute is two hours each way in Southern California. Jesus. Yeah. I, would just, I wouldn't do that. I just wouldn't do that. No. Yeah. I'm also a big believer in... Well, for me, the most important, play, the most important thing on where to live in your life is weather. Weather. It okay. was a huge factor in me moving here because the weather's so good here. You're Mostly. you're like Ashley too. You love the heat. Love in the sun. Like it, it, I do love the heat. Like the August stuff is like misery for most of us, but you love, love it. it. Do you love it too? Love when it's it. like forty five degrees and unbearably hot, it's like I want to go swimming. Yeah, I want to be out floating around in liquid. There you go. <laughs> As you do. But yeah, I, I think Ashley it's from she's from, from like Northern California and Utah. Spent most of her time there, and yeah, she's looking, she loves the heat here. It's just like it. a lot of people live in really cold, dreary places, and they're really unhappy because of it. Like it, it, people get depressed, and it's just like, why don't you move somewhere hot? Why Some don't people move? can't. I mean, you could save up and move. Save up for five years and move somewhere hot. Yeah. If, Wor- you, if you love the heat. Worst form I ever developed, by the way, was life insurance stuff. Just like going through like a life insurance. Just, it goes forever. As long as you're good. Like buying a house... I mean, really, Gus, you've been through a closing for a house because you bought a mm-hmm. house before. It's just, you probably, and you've been through it too. You yeah. sign like 45, 40 page documents. But that's really all it is. You just write your name a bunch. Yeah, that's the thing, though. It's like, <laughs> I hate that feeling of I'm like, I'm signing an eight page agreement that I, they know I haven't read. I haven't read. It's just well accepted that I'm yeah. not going to sit here and read 300 pages of material to buy a house. If you ever close again, you should be like, hold on, let me get my reading glasses on and just fucking go through the entire <laughs> Dude, thing. Dude, they would throw you out probably. Yeah, you just go through and like, they send it all to you in advance. You're supposed to read through all that stuff. It's like 40 contracts. Yeah. The woman was just, when I did it, she was like, and this is uh, for this thing, you, you'll need that. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, and this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one's fine, do that. And she was re- in a real hurry trying to get me out of there. Yeah. I was like, you just sign, sign, sign. <laughs> just wrote my name over. Yeah, closing over for houses is a really interesting process man really interesting all right well it's about time to wrap up is there anything else we're supposed to cover let me check some things real quick 
Colton Dunn was featured in Vulture by Vulture.com as one of the top uh, 25 comedians to watch in 2015. That's cool. this year. Yeah. I just like, double-checked my stuff there. Very good. Wow. Um, what else are we going to talk about? Well, the season ended for Walking Dead last night. I believe I haven't seen it yet. Did and I have avoided I Twitter like, like a fucking lunatic because I saw, Twitter exists just to spoil Walking Dead. I, I was going through Xbox Video the other day. I watched uh, Top 5, that Chris Rock movie. And uh, I was slipping through Xbox Video trying to see like what the top movie rentals were. And there's a fucking movie up there called The Walking, Walking Deceased. Deceased. Yeah, I've seen it. And it like it looks like... We're back to that now. Like a Walking Dead promotional image is their movie poster. But it's like, no, wait, they're looking the wrong way. It's like, oh, no, it's a total ripoff. Wow. And they're just trying to trick people. Yeah, it's like the scary movie thing again. Hey, did you try to watch, watch it? No. I, was is like, it, I assume it's a parody movie, like, you know, a scary movie or not another teen movie. Yeah, know? but they named it so similarly yep. instead of, There's you know, a bunch of movies on Netflix like that. Do people get sick of those parody movies? They don't like, make them as I much feel like as they scary used to. movie was a big hit. Scary then, Movie was a big hit. Scary Movie 15, probably. Then there was crap so like Meet the Spartans, which is one of the f- few movies I walked out of. Oh, you walked out of it? I was just bored. Just like, I don't know. It's crap, rough. It? It's rough. <laughs> See, it's so funny, too, because it's like we were talking about this when the Laser Team teaser debuted. Not the trailer, but the teaser. Is like I was going on like a bunch of forums and like just getting people's feedback. And it was mostly positive. But then I'm so used to like the gaming community where they're jaded and they're like, oh, fucking Xbox fanboys and stuff like that. So I'm kind of used to criticism on like that level. But movies are, I forgot. I was like, went around and talked to everybody saying, you're going to read stuff for movie stuff where people are just like, it's, it holds no weight. Like, they're just like, uh, you know, like you like us with Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Like, we could sit here and go, oh, that looks so fucking dumb. That looks like garbage or whatever. It's a, like a $180 million movie that people worked on for two years. You know yeah. what I mean? But you just don't think twice about that stuff when you're, when you're talking about movies. Yeah. You know? So you got to prepare for that. Yeah. I mean, we're even nice when we talk about video games. We try not to be mean because we know people work on them for a long time. Yeah, unless it's Sid Meier's Starships. Um, what is that bad? That's terrible. Is it really? Yeah, I, 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 I've talked at length about it on the last episode of the patch. It's one of the worst games I ever played. That's a bummer because I've got, I bought that. Oh, what, what's bad about it? Briefly, um, <laughs> every mission is exactly the same. You can only have one fleet that you guess you can add ships to. And despite the fact it's in space, it's a flat two D. Play like Homeworld, dude. If you, you play Homeworld, yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I love Homeworld. I'll play, play Homeworld. homeworld. Ashley's on board. Is a piece of shit. Ashley is like a Homeworld <laughs> evangelist. She will try to get everybody. She's the Homeworld homegirl. All right, that's well, Ashley. Let's wrap. Up. We're gonna end on that. Yeah, we're end on that. Yeah, you're welcome. Where you guys want to go eat? Uh, I don't know. Home slice. Bang us. All right. Where's a good place to eat in Austin right now? Where's a good place to go eat dinner? Good place to eat. Uh, have you been to North? It's the Italian place up in Domain. No. Oh. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Best Italian food in town. Get the bolognese. What's it called? North. North. Oh, what's bolognese? Spaghetti, right? Uh, it's pasta, yeah. Yeah, with the six spaghetti pasta. They have spaghetti. It, the spaghetti's fine. Spaghetti's good. The bolognese is where it's at. What does that mean, bolognese? It's meat sauce. Yeah. 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 Okay. Ragu. There we go. It's good. I'll, I'll do that. Eat there. It's so good. Oh, man. I, yeah. I, right. I, they opened the, the ramen place right by my house. and I'm Ramen just, Tatsuya? Ramen Tatsuya. The bloody line is even longer than that one. Dude, we don't worry about it because we live like two blocks away, so we just walk over like 10 minutes before closing. We just wander what over What time there. is it close? 10. Why doesn't everyone go then? Because people are doing shit. I don't know. We just wander in. Actually, have we ever waited in line in ramen Tatsuyoso? Tatsuya? Not the south one. What'd you call it? I just, I, she gets mad. She gets on because I <laughs> mispronounce it every time we go to, I say we want to go there and eat. We should go there for lunch tomorrow. Okay. That ramen has the best egg. The, it's be- the best egg. form of egg. Like, it's so eggs good. can be done so many ways, but the weird sort of like soggy, Brown. dissolved egg in yeah. there, it just glides down your gullet and it's, it's so a joy. Good. 
Everyone so should go there just for the egg that they put in the rock. You know, you can order an extra egg too, and then they give it's you like oh, a buck. They give yeah. you a whole one. It's, only it's not even cut in half. They give you the whole egg. So you have to like. Find, does it have the like the translucent gook in the middle? Oh yeah, goop. Yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> goop. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll see you. We <laughs> we'll see you next it. week. Almost. Love Bye. You. Bye. Bye.